Stephen, I think it's fair to say uh, that you are here in person. I think you could say that. In Casa de Hibbard. Mm. Uh, we met up last night at your parents. It's like, because you're brown, you shouldn't. You don't need to say that. People know. Oh, okay, cool. People know this about me. Oh. I put People it on. People are aware you. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I put it on Front Street. Try to get ahead of the news. I've never, I never, I never know. I don't want people to come up to me and be like, guess what? You're brown. I'm like, what? I, I know. I'm aware. I just, I have a mirror. I'm, yeah. I jerk off into it. Do you think if there was a black Dracula, he would not even know because he couldn't see himself, his own reflection, and all he <laughs> sees is the other white Draculas? Oh, that Dave Chappelle thing. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like a clam in. Yeah. <laughs> Like if he was a born black Dracula, you know, Blackula, uh-huh. he wouldn't he wouldn't even know. Is that a is that a plot point in Blackula? I don't I've never seen it. I'm oh, feeling like right. maybe it is. Yeah. But he's like what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> As if he could never look at his hands or something. But oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Damn. You ever look at your hands? I try not to. Yeah. No. They're I, disgusting. Whenever I make notes on my phone, I <laughs> have my phone just barely out of my bottom periphery. So I, if I, I see my fingers, I just fucking lose it. Yeah, I just assume, I know what those have been. I just assume there's some like color correction that needs to be done. Oh yeah, it yeah. Makes sense. Where I'm in a slightly darkened room. Do you think if if your life was in black and white, would you notice that much, like the shade difference between you and like you know Probably. a pasty white person like myself? Probably not. Like I'm uh, I'm here before you. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not that brown. I'm like tan kinda. Uh, in the summer, You're I brought up a bit. tan, though. Yeah, that's yeah. what's cool about it. Mm-hmm. It's like, man, look at that tan boy. Mm-hmm. And then winter hits, and I'm like, ugh. This look at is... that light, lighter tan boy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> winter is coming, and it's bad for my tan. Um, but we met up last night at your parents' house. Mm-hmm. We oh, had, a, yeah. had a good time. We watched the Monster Squad outdoors. Awesome. We, was uh, it you fun? Got, oh, it was so fun. And yeah. I was telling my wife on the way home mm-hmm. i was like i'm so glad that your nephew christian who's been on yes. the podcast a favorite of mitch some, oliver some from the chair table mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. some say it's best episode ever yeah some say mitch i was <laughs> barely on that episode noted noted for the future is it possible to take back a kickstarter donation <laughs> is it i feel like the druid's hand I just gave me the up. finger you oh, know wow but uh christian appeared to love the movie oh i know he laughed a lot mm-hmm. He seemed to really enjoy it. I, mm-hmm. I really didn't know because he's 14 now. I meant to come up last year, but you know we had a pandemic, and uh, what? I know. I'm just now hearing about this. I know because the ki- I, I thought the kids that were 13, uh, but they said they're 12 at one point. Um, mm-hmm. Horace, fat kid, says they're 12, but mm-hmm. I thought like 13 is like a really great age, 12, 13 yeah. to watch the Monster Squad. I thought he's really into horror stuff, my nephew, but I didn't know if 14 would be a little too old. Like he's already thinking about cars and stuff in a few years. You know, he's he's growing up, but. Uh, he seemed to really like it, and he's been watching a lot more 80s stuff. My sister's been showing him, like, The Lost Boys, mm-hmm. that he really liked a lot. And uh, he said it after that. He was like, man, I just love all this, all these 80s, all these old 80s movies, and I, I accept that. He mm-hmm. had mentioned specifically that he likes the way that stuff looks. Um, mm-hmm. Like the, uh, uh, well, I can't remember the exact phrase, but he, he indicated that, like, the rubber costumes or you oh, know, yeah, that, yeah. that type of gore or stuff didn't really bother him. He, oh, yeah. he seemed to dig it. So. Yeah, and he liked the look of them and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like when the creature showed up, he was like, oh, my creature God. from the Black Lagoon. I was like, 
Yeah. Literally yeah. my favorite part of the movie. Yeah. That costume oh, is so, so rad. So good. So detailed. Yeah. Wolfman. You know, you gotta. Mm-hmm. You, there's some. You gotta cut some corners sometimes. <laughs> Dracula, just bare hands. bones, bare yeah, bones yeah. as possible. But uh, yeah, overall, we had a good time watching that. But also, when we showed up, uh, you guys were eating, and there was food for us as well. Uh-huh. Um, and I saw that you were eating a hot dog. You're a classic hamburger hater. It's fine. Yeah, we've all made our peace with it. Have we? <laughs> Have you? <laughs> well. I went and I got a hamburger, except uh-huh. it was just the patty oh, yeah. with some chili dumped that, on it. That's even worse, by the way. For so me. this is what I wanted to bring up. <laughs> I think it's time we both admit we are food weird. Uh-huh. We're food weird. We can't help it. Well, I'm certainly. A, are you? We we have food proclivities. Uh-huh. You know, I'm just like, I'm not a bread fan, you know? Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. So for a burger, that makes sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I was just like, you know what? If you're going you to be food weird, I will be food weird. Mm-hmm. You ate a hot dog. Classic hot dog. Yeah. Proves you're American, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's how you know. I just imagine a scenario mm-hmm. where you had to prove you're American and they they set a hot dog in front of you and you're mm-hmm. like... <laughs> well, I'm just saying, like, when Andy Preller came and toured America and ghosted uh-huh. my ass that one year, sure. um, did you have him eat a hot dog in front of you? No, because... He can't do it. He's vegetarian. Exactly. <laughs> or is he German? This is how you find out. Also, he has a German accent. Um, yeah, that's true. probably a dead giveaway. Yeah. You know, maybe he would eat like a tofu dog. Uh huh. He'd be like, oh, is that a Frankfurter? Oh, he's going to kill you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, real quick aside, uh, on <laughs> Doughboys, they are doing dog dough bark fest, uh, oh, wow. f- for all of October. Uh-huh. And, uh, they're doing, uh, re- reviewing different like hot dog spots and also like pet oh, dogs okay. or whatever. But, um, for, the hot dogs it seems like fairly straightforward. They finally did Sonic, which is a place near and dear oh, yeah. to my heart here in uh, the heart of America, mm-hmm. Oklahoma. Also, it's asshole. But mm. um, one of the hosts, Nick Weiger, is a vegetarian all year, so oh. he can't have any hot dogs. So he's going, <laughs> he's getting the bun from each of the places. <laughs> <laughs> Which is like my nightmare. Like you're yeah, only having like the bread. The of what you only, yeah. yeah. So, um, but it was very good. Food was very good as oh, always. Last night. Yeah. I was gonna say back mm-hmm. to your thing. Uh, yeah, I grew up. My dad makes really great burgers. Everybody mm-hmm. always talks about that. He does like charcoal burgers. You do too. That's why I was so well, floored. I appreciate that. Yeah. When I, you when you <laughs> announced, you, you went up to a podium. You're like, uh, attention on everyone's attention. Dude. Yeah. And uh, I have something to say, and you hit a button on the podium, and some like bulletproof glass slid up. <laughs> You're like the Pope. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. I'm the opposite of the Hamburglar. Yeah. You yeah. I was like trying to give shit. these shits away. Yeah. Please. You're like little pops. kids come up to your house <laughs> trick or treating. You're like, here's a burger. There you go. Mm-hmm. But yeah, my, I could grew up with it. That's the thing. It's like, I, I didn't grow up around like bad food. My parents make great food. And then like my dad makes fantastic burgers by all accounts from everybody that loves burgers, but I never liked them. Mm-hmm. But sometimes... It was even worse to me. Like, I, I need something else around a burger if I'm going to eat it. I need to, um, I need something that's like uh, uh, French fries or Fritos, something to like mask the taste. And that's like the bun is part of that. Like, it helps, you know, change the, the whole taste of the burger. Sure. And so you coming out with just a, you know, a bunless burger. Like, mm-hmm. I had a flashback to when I was a kid, and sometimes my parents would just make like burger patties, and that was like our dinner. It was like, mm-hmm burger patties with like something on the side or whatever and i was like this is even worse 
because it's literally the part of the burger that I hate the most <laughs> by itself. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. And it's just, when you came out with that last night, I was just like, oh, flashbacks. It was mm-hmm. terrifying. But if you enjoy it, I'm, I'm here for it. Well, it was very good. Did I turn that up or down? I was trying to turn, turn it up. Yeah. Okay, I was trying to turn it down. Is yeah. this down? Oh, it's down. Is that better? Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Try not to spike that. But yeah. Um, so I will share this with you, Stephen. Okay. Not only did I have a, a bunless burger last night, but my wife and I meal prep. And for the uh-huh. past two weeks, Uh-oh. we've had burger patties. <laughs> Just burger patties? Just burger patties. Fuck you. Yeah, we've got... <laughs> we- <laughs> We have like sides or whatever, but it's like, you know, just like veggies or, or, yeah. or whatnot. But um, yeah, so I, it, and it didn't even click with me. I was like, oh, I like hamburger patties. Yeah, I like it. It's been such a long time since I had one of these. Had one literally the night before. But, well, I don't know how you guys prep them though. You might not have like a charcoal burger though, so it's different. Oh, yeah. You know I mean? it, yeah, we, uh, we've, I, I don't know. I don't you know how to cook. It. I'm just like, how does this work? Mm-hmm. I'm just like, it's just magicked into existence, I guess. Yeah, I think your wife would feel the same about that. Mm-hmm. Just magic. And, yeah, uh-huh. the, the dishes just magically clean themselves, too. Well, that's my area of expertise. Oh, yeah, 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 I would never insult you love doing dishes. dishes. Uh-huh. Yeah. Anytime I watch a cooking network show, I'm like, well, what about the people that have to do the dishes? Uh-huh. The unsung, unsung heroes. <laughs> that's the reality of this show network. Watch? Yes. Dish wars. <laughs> oh, my God. I would literally apply to go on that show. Fly me to California. Let's go. Actually, I've seen some pretty impressive dishwashers in my time in restaurants. Mm-hmm. That uh, the kind that can like pick up a stack of plates and just go and lay them all down in a tray upright, and then they just oh like throw it through, and it's like so fucking fast. That's right. That should be kind of cool to see. That would like, be. Mm-hmm. Use their their awesome skills against each other. Mm-hmm. Like they have those uh, pizza box folding competitions that yeah. you can watch or whatever. That's cool. Yeah. So many paper cuts you would have on your hands, oh but my you know, God. yeah. Mm. Hate paper cuts. No. Well, nobody likes them. I think there's probably someone out there. You think they're paper cut freaks? Ugh. There probably are, and that really made me shiver. Oh my god! I really did. Ugh. Ugh. I don't Speaking like of it. Shitter. Shitter. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Speaking of shiver, that sounds like the word shudder, uh, oh. and that's what we're talking about today on we, this very podcast. Should we get into it? Should we start recording? I think we should. Brent, you gotta start recording this, man. Oh my god! Everything before this was gold. I hope this all gets in there. We'll go back and just yeah. like dub in everything. We'll just <laughs> try to remember what we said. But, uh, yeah. Well, yeah. We should jump into it. So we're doing it. I'm Stephen. I'm Brent. Welcome to Let's Talk About Stuff. Hi. And everything was so much faster when we're in person. Yeah. It's just wild. Let's go. Let's go. Let's yeah. go. Keep it moving. <laughs> we got shit to do. Um, so yeah, we're going to be talking about a bunch of Shutter stuff. Yeah, some ongoing horror stuff like we've been doing all month mm-hmm. back into September, I believe. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. you know, it's just more of the same. Uh, so we're going to be doing that. You're welcome. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, the main topic today, of course, is random acts of violence. The uh, oh, yeah. movie. It's a Shutter exclusive or original. You know, I thought it was an original, but I'm not sure now. Could be. I don't know what the difference is. I Googled it, and I was like, I don't, I'm not finding any information of what the difference is here. Yeah, I think it's, you know, it's kind of like, uh, and it is a Shudder original. Original, okay. I think it's like, sometimes, it's not necessarily that Shudder makes all of them, like, gives them the uh, initial money. I mm-hmm. think that can happen with some of theirs, but I think they just buy them. Like, it's kind of like a, a Netflix movie, mm-hmm. you know, but it's like, they bought it at a festival or something after it was already made. Oh, you know? okay. So but that would be an exclusive? Well, so I think those are originals, though. If they, oh. Shutter like, buys it, mm-hmm. and, like, that's the only place you're going to, like, find this streaming, probably, mm-hmm. is on Shutter. But then some of them are, like, exclusives, I think, for just, like, a, sh- a minim- minimal amount of time, right? Okay. Like, you can only find something on Netflix or HBO Max, you know, mm-hmm. sometime, but it's, like, it's just, like, they bought the rights for a while. 
Okay. Like it's just like they're like, hey, we this is the only place you can watch this horror movie right now is on Shutter mm-hmm. exclusively. But the, the other ones, I think they're always owning them. Okay. Like Stranger Things is to Netflix. I think like this movie will always just be on Shutter. Okay. You know? Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. I'll so forget yeah, that immediately. Away. But yeah, that works. <clears throat> oh, that good. Works. Mm-hmm. What were we talking about? So we're talking about the Shutter exclusive movie, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Random Acts of Violence, and then the comic that it's based yes. upon. Um, and uh, we're gonna talk about a bunch of other Shutter stuff, uh-huh. originals, exclusive best app. What yeah. have you? You know. Yeah. Um, but we have some other horror stuff to get into as well. Um, do you want to just get into it? Should we slide into this bad boy? I think we should, man. Okay. Uh, Cause we got a lot to talk about today. We do. We've got a couple of things. Do you want me to start? Uh, if you want, and then we can tag team on one thing before we get into the oh, that's cool. shutter stuff. You want to yeah, do yeah, that? Right on. Yeah. So, uh, my in-laws that I'm staying with right now, cause our house caught on fire a few months ago, if people remember, mm-hmm. um, it should be ready before Christmas, hopefully, but uh, we are staying with our in-laws, and they're not super horror fans, right? Like, mm-hmm. they don't watch a lot of the gory stuff. I certainly would never watch Halloween Kills with my father-in-law. My mother-in-law would not even be in the house. Oh, wow. Uh, you okay. know, just mm-hmm. totally stay away from it. But uh, there are some horror movies, you know, classic ones especially, that mm-hmm. everybody kind of likes, whatever. So this one isn't necessarily... The Golden Glove. Yeah. Uh-huh. They're one of their favorites. <laughs> Uh, but this isn't necessarily a horror movie, but it's one we watched with them for Halloween. So we did this like, uh, last Friday, I guess. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it's on HBO Max. It's a movie called Wait Until Dark. And okay. it's from 1967, I believe. And, uh, has Audrey Hepburn in it. And, um, some other good people too. It, it was surprised me. I'd seen parts of it before. I don't remember ever watching the full thing, but I remembered like parts of it as I was watching it. Um, and it's basically about... Uh, Audrey Hepburn plays a blind woman. She's recently blind. She's only been blind for a year. There's like an accident happened. And her husband doesn't really help her around the house because he's trying to make her more independent so she can do things in the world. And like, he doesn't accept blindness basically has a disability. He's like, you're, you're fine. Um, it was just kind of weird. It's okay, weird. Yeah. It's the 60s. There's a part where he like basically is like, I'm not helping you. Uh-huh. She needs to defrost the refrigerator. And she's like, I don't even know where the cord plugs in. And he's like, I'm not helping you with that. I'm leaving on this business trip. You need to be independent. And then she's like, oh, Tommy, you're right. I love you. Like, it's so 60s. Like, she just really leans into it. The- He's like, woman, I've seen the show C on Apple TV. You're fine. You're, they can do it. You can do it. Uh-huh. I'm like, you want her to move a refrigerator and find an outlet yeah. with her hands? She can't see. You just wanted to, like, find that. Yeah. And you're okay with it? It's if all weird. If Jason Samoan can do it, that's a cookie. If Samoan can do it, you can too. Just give up. If he likes the cookies, he likes the cookies. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. And that dude is a cookie. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'd munch on that all day long. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but so, like, she... It's this weird convoluted story, sort of, that in the beginning, where it's essentially, like, her husband was at the airport. A woman was smuggling drugs in a doll uh, that they had, like, cut open and, like, put drugs and, in, like, heroin inside instead of, like, the stuffing. So she, mm-hmm. like, gets it through the airport, and then a guy is chasing her. Like, he knows she has these drugs. So he, like, chases her, and she know she's going to get caught by this dude, so she gives a random dude she sees at the airport the doll, and she's like, I just need you to hold this for a little bit, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then she never shows back up, and so he takes it home, and the drug dealers like find out like who she gave it to, and they kind of follow this dude home. Mm-hmm. He goes on a business trip. His wife is blind. So it's more of like a thriller than a horror, but uh, they essentially... I thought it was going to be like they break into her house. They're trying to find the drug. She's blind. She, I thought it was going to be like a don't breathe situation. Mm-hmm. Where, like, she turns the tables on them and stuff. And she does. But it's more of a thriller. And it's it's totally wild because it's, like, these guys come in and they're basically, like, gaslighting her. 
they're like we're friends with your husband and he he has he's having an affair with this woman and she gave him a doll and like all this stuff and they're, she's like I don't know where it is and like mm-hmm. they kind of use her and freak her out and stuff instead of like just breaking into her house and it's like an action movie it's like a it's like a weird thriller or whatever but yeah. uh, it was really cool uh, it was very good um, very well done Audrey Hepburn had gotten a lot of praise for it um, the other people though and the the guys that are like trying to break in uh, one is Richard Crenna it's like people oh, I knew okay. his face uh from other things, but I don't really. He's like in eighties movies and stuff, okay. Pioneer or whatever. Yeah. Like he's in he's in Rambo. He's like the Rambo's like lieutenant or whatever. Okay, yeah. um, So I knew that dude. And then the other guy is Alan Arkin. Oh yeah, right. Mm-hmm. And Alan Arkin, I only really knew as like an older dude, but Alan Arkin and and Wait Until Dark is totally different because he's so young, and he uh, he talks like I don't know. He looks like a like a beatnik sort of like he has like really short hair with like almost like bangs sort yeah. of it's really weird uh, but it was really cool and um it was much more suspenseful than i thought it would be yeah here he is with these round glasses and a cigarette <laughs> oh wow yeah. and he has like a his he has like a switchblade knife that uh-huh. looks like a little statuette and mm-hmm. so he clicks this button and the knife pops out and he's i don't know he's just all like really like cool he's just fucking cool in this movie mm-hmm. uh but it was really neat i i'd recommend it it's on hbo max um cool 60s movie and uh i yeah i i thought it was going to be more of like an action thing but it's it's more of like this poor blind woman being taken advantage of by these dudes and uh but she's badass like she she does you know at the end not to spoil anything but at the Mm -hmm. end you know she does kind of get her comeuppance on them or whatever oh nice uh, and uses the dark to kind of fool them and stuff and she Mm -hmm. doesn't need it and so it's kind of cool but uh it was fun so we were we're doing that and then um, I know you watched Creature from the Black Lagoon recently. Yes. So mm-hmm. I I know most people aren't into this, but I've been getting back into 3D movies. And oh, okay. Creature cool. from the Black Lagoon was th- shot in 3D mm-hmm. back in the 50s. Uh, the Blu-ray, the 3D Blu-ray for that movie is $8 right now, or $7 wow. on Amazon. Okay. So I got it. So that's going to be our next one with her parents this oh, week rad. leading up to Halloween. Mm-hmm. We tried it out, and it looks fucking rad. Really? Uh, yeah. Like the In the very beginning, there's like just a dude... Um, like scuba diving or whatever mm-hmm. and there's all these fish and stuff around him and like bubbles and it's all fucking like right in your face it looked really rad that's awesome um so and it's so old that it was really cool to kind of see the effects and stuff so and you have to have a specific type of blu-ray player yeah, yeah. like they have a 3d blu-ray player and a 3d mm-hmm. tv yeah. um but like my projector's 3d i just don't use it for that or whatever yeah um and so yeah i'm looking forward to watching that with them as well we're kind of doing some more old school stuff with them and mm-hmm. um and they're enjoying it you know so yeah. for everybody that way so i like that i like that yeah. movie i think the creature is probably my favorite like universal monster he's pretty rad man he just looks so cool yeah mm-hmm. and they like the effects for that was were so old but they look totally great today like yeah. it's black and white and everything but it's mm-hmm. like it totally looks great yeah yeah that girl has some oh. legs on her yeah hell yeah dude well you should see her in 3d bro Oh my god. Hey. She got two legs. <laughs> one in the foreground and one in the background. Um, what is that? Three legs? Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> um, okay, so I was um I was looking around for some like different horror stuff. You know, mm-hmm. I've been talking about like comics and and uh I think maybe some like TV shows and, and movies and whatnot. And I was like, is there like some music? And we've talked about like creating a, a horror playlist. Mm. briefly and how difficult that can be because it's just like 45 minutes and that's you better fucking loop that thing because it's it's just the monster mash on repeat. yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> different versions of it yeah i was like man maybe there's like some type of horror music that uh, is more modern or something like that and then mm. it clicked with me i was like man i have this song on my running playlist that i've had on there for years and 
I it's by this group called Horror, oh, and okay. it's called Mega City Nine. Uh, is that the beginning of the show? You probably heard it. Oh, um, yeah. But the the reason I like it is well, the song fucking bumps to begin with, mm-hmm. but also. It has samples from two Slipknot songs. Which is how I found it. Uh Uh-huh. Like, several years ago. And um, one of the samples is, like, this guitar uh, wailing or whatever. And... That sample is from a Slayer song, so it's like an inception, <laughs> yeah. yeah, of like awesomeness. But um, sampleception, yeah, it's called Mega City Nine, and it's fucking awesome. So uh, people Sweet. should check that out uh, if you like hip hop and like metal. And then uh, it, it's a horrorcore band mm-hmm. or a group. Uh, are you familiar with horrorcore? Well, I was wondering, is Slipknot horrorcore? Because the no, masks and stuff? this would be like remember. specifically for like hip hop and rap, oh, okay. that genre. Mm. Um, there's probably some more like crossover there, but like it's um, specifically about like serial killers and murder mm. and that type of thing. Oh man, um, I love that, murder. That <laughs> I love I'm constantly music. trying to get away with it. <laughs> um, but uh, the, the thing about the, the group horror is like if you're trying to find them I was going to say that's difficult on, on a service yeah, yeah, yeah. it seems like it would be difficult yeah. because it's like surely somebody has used the name horror mm. in the past right it's just like a very simple like popular phrase yep it's because they spell it h o 990 or 09 so the in, in place of R's, it's <laughs> it's nine nines. I would never. Yeah. What? <laughs> so essentially, it's Do like. You have that on your phone. I need to see how this spell. Uh, yeah. Here, let me uh, let me pull it up here. So. So is that how you can Google it? it kind of. Yeah. This is the the EP it's on. The first time I, I saw it, I took it very literally. I yeah. was like, Ho 9909. Yeah. What does this mm. mean? It was like, oh, it's horror. Like if you turn the <laughs> nines upside down. That would be like the little hook shape of the R's. Oh, okay. But also, if you're going to be like a horror group, shouldn't it be sixes instead? Sixes. That's what because I'm that's three about. sixes. Yeah. That's the perfect number of sixes yeah. for oh, your creepy. Oh, six, six, oh, six. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Um, so I don't know. Maybe I'm reading too much into it, but they're kind of asking you to read into I mean, it. I mean, when you are. substitute. When you literally R's can't read nines. it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That it's would like, be an issue. It's like Prince's name that was like unpronounceable. It's like, they're like, this is fine. People can, mm-hmm. people know what's going on. They'll figure it out. Do they? Yeah. I don't know. They'll find their way to <laughs> it. Um, so yeah, that's, uh, that's the, uh, the song that I wanted to, to pimp right out on, on this one. What do you have next? Uh, well, you made me actually think of another thing that I, okay. I'm going to have to add to my list real quick that we had finished the other day, but I'm going to first jump into, uh, I watched a movie on, on, well, I'm not going to say this is like part of the Shutter talk necessarily, I guess, but it was on Shutter. But I watched Sleepaway Camp 2. Oh, okay. Sleepaway Camp uh, has a great episode on how did this get made. Oh, yeah. Right? And I, where all three of the hosts had <laughs> totally different opinions it's about so what funny. happened. Yeah. You can find that like uh, as a clip on YouTube. Yeah. And I was going to watch it the other day. I need to, I need to find it again because it's so funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, but have you seen the movie? I can't remember. I've, I've not seen it, okay. but it sounds wild. Do you, and, you know the twist, though, and stuff, right? Kind of, sort of. Okay. Uh, I didn't want to get it. Yeah, super yeah. spoily mm-hmm. about it but I just didn't know because it's it's kind of leads into the sequel or whatever but mm-hmm. the first movie is so fucking bonkers uh, to use to to steal a Jason Manzuka's phrase mm-hmm. and and it's great um, I think it's like 
everybody should watch it. It's so weird. And if you can like last throughout it, it, it's, it, it really pays off by the end. Um, and the, the killer in that is, is Angela. It's like a, a female killer, which is rare, I think in general in horror movies. And she's pretty great. She's young in that movie, but then in Sleepaway Camp 2, she's a little bit older. It's like a new camp, and she's like a counselor now. And mm-hmm. she's like changed. Maybe she changed her last name, or like she's in a different place. People don't know. It's pre-cell phones, pre-internet. You know, people just didn't follow around. Yeah. And uh, she basically goes on a new rampage. And, and I love it because, uh, not to spoil a lot of it, but it's essentially like she's so prudish about everything that she wants everybody to be good. And so like the girls in her cabin are like eighties girls. So they're like always taking their tops off Mm -hmm. for the boys just to like show them their tits for no reason. And she'll be like, she'll kill one of them and then tell her bunk mates. She's, she showed her, she gave this guy a blowjob. I had to send her home. She just sends everybody home. And then by, by, by the end, there's like hardly anybody left. Right. She sent like everybody home Mm -hmm. because she's like murdered everybody in camp. Uh, but it was fun. It's it's not as good as the first one. I know there's a Sleepaway Camp three. I don't know if there's a four. Uh, two is called is subtitled Unhappy Campers, and uh, which is fun. But yeah. it's uh, yeah, it was it was just kind of fun. Like it was really easy to throw on. It's pretty short and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess it is kind of a shutter talk. I, I should have maybe saved it. But it's like it's another thing that they have available on there, which is nice. Yeah. But uh, and I just threw it on one day, and then Amanda, my wife, would come home, and I was in the middle of it, and she was like, "Oh, you can finish it." And I was like. It's by myself. It's weird. Like mm-hmm. I don't think you're gonna be into it. She yeah. likes the first one because mm-hmm. uh, it's so weird. But um, yeah, they're they're fun. Like slasher, you know, slasher camp stuff or whatever from the '80s. So yeah, I'd recommend them. I'm I'm excited to see the the next one too and see how it changes. <laughs> yeah. She's just a fun killer. She's so weird and crazy and stuff that it's kind of fun to follow around. So, mm-hmm. yeah. What? Hey, since we're talking about sequels, let me talk about Blade 2. Oh, God, I'm so excited. <laughs> I just watched the, the first one on the last episode, so we're talking about the sequel uh, from 2002 this time. Um, it's uh, It used to be my favorite of the Blade trilogy. Uh-huh. Not anymore. Really? I'm not saying it's bad. I just think that first movie it's nails really it good. so hard. Right I think uh, Deacon Frost is a compelling villain. Mm-hmm. Kind of weird because he's like so short, you know? Oh, yeah. He, he's a short king, uh-huh. but... Uh, he still has some like uh, charisma yep. that's there, whereas you don't really have that in uh, Blade Two mm. um, with the the Reapers. I don't even know who's the yeah villain besides the the Reapers in general. Yeah, isn't it uh, like the main guy is like uh, is it Namek or Novak or something? Nope, something like that. Mm. Whatever. He's the like the carrier for the virus that oh, okay. infects the other vampires or gotcha. whatever. Um, but it's I I like the. Uh, uh, Guillermo del Toro mm. he directs this and it looks good mm-hmm. for 2002 mm-hmm. but it doesn't hold up to like wow, your normal 20 stuff years. that's yeah. crazy I know and uh, surely there's going to be like parades and a massive yeah, celebration I imagine I'm sure when the ball drops on uh, <laughs> New Year's Eve into the first of the year uh, we'll have Wesley Snipes come out around the ball and he'll just hold up the deuces and be like remember oh, this yeah. <laughs> I would tune in for that though mm-hmm. yeah Even, yeah Absolutely. Uh, Dick Clark comes out the other side of the ball. Is like, <laughs> I sure do. Crosses his arms. Aren't Starts you dead? Break dancing. It's like, hey, you know what? I got this Reaper strain, baby. I'm back. But um, like overall, like the the action is okay. Uh, the I think the visual effects look good. Both the like practical effects and the CGI uh-huh. in it. Eh, I take it back. CGI is kind of spotty when it comes to like some of the like fighting mm-hmm. but when the reaper's jaw like splits open and oh, they have that yeah. cgi tongue and like the jaw i think that stuff like holds up 
pretty well cool. for 2002. You never know in that era because they really that was like the era they were like, oh, we're totally good. Mm-hmm. Jurassic Park was made ten years ago. We can totally do anything. So they're like, we got it. No, that was different. They had, they had money and time. They had a on their lot hand. of money. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, yeah, they kind of leaned into it a little too hard, mm-hmm. too early, and. Uh, yeah, there's a scene where Spotty. Blade and one of the like vampire ninjas are fighting in, in front of some like spotlights, and you mm-hmm. can tell they were using the the lights to kind of drown out some of the oh, rubberiness yeah. of the the characters fighting right uh, in CGI. But uh, it doesn't doesn't quite work. But again, it's like it's kind of that era. Yeah, like there you can just like roll with it. Yeah. You know, it's kind of like we were talking about with the Monster Squad. You just like like. They nailed the Gill Man so hard yeah. that anytime <laughs> he's it, it's like, all right, when he's standing next to Dracula, I'm like, did they try? <laughs> did they like, they kind of like ruffle this dude's cape? But, um, but yeah, like you, you know, it's just like a, a fun yeah. like action movie or whatever. Um, I still like Wesley Snipes' Blade still mm-hmm. holds up for me right in the on. the sequel. Uh, Chris Christopherson is good as well. I was wondering if he was back. I couldn't remember. He is. There's yeah. a thing in one of those or two of them that he like almost dies or at whatever. The, he dies at the end of the first one. Okay, yeah. Um, he, they bring him back in the the sequel. Sweet. Awesome. And it's just like, yeah, okay, fine. I, I like them together. They have, they have good chemistry. I love it. Let's just roll with yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Um, the love interest from the first one is not in this one. Um, mm. but uh, in place of her, we've got uh, Boondock Saints guy. Um. Uh, oh, Norman Reedus is Yeah, in there one. we go. Yeah, yeah. I totally right. forgotten he shows up. I forgot he was in that. He looks so young, but literally he looks the same. Yeah, uh, he's, right. he's always had that he's haircut. He's always kind of looked like 40. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's never going to not have that that haircut, like that greased out look yeah. to him. He's just always going to have that. But um, he was fun in the movie. Um uh, Ron Perlman's in it as well. Oh yeah, he's just like chewing up the scenery as well. He's, but it, oh, it yeah. works. It's like a nice mm-hmm. balance for him and Blade being like antagonistic toward each other. Yeah. Each other. Sorry, I was slipping into German a little bit. <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, man, it was like it was fun. So it was like I really enjoyed the the first movie upon rewatch. Mm-hmm. This is like another fun adventure with your friends. Even though like the lever lover level of quality, man. <laughs> We didn't even have shots today. I didn't have any shots today. <laughs> Just coffee. I thought it would balance out. Uh, but the uh, the the level of quality as far as like story maybe uh-huh. isn't there, or maybe they try to take too big of a bite of the apple uh, this time with the big mouths mm-hmm. mm-hmm. and the fangs. Yeah, it's like oh, we got to keep this dentist away. I, I we feel have like <laughs> they came up with such a good idea with the look of that. They're yeah. like, let's just build a movie around this effect. Yeah, pretty It looks much. rad. Uh-huh. We can make a plot later. Oh, my yeah. God. There's a, a autopsy scene in the uh, movie. I don't remember if you remember this. I don't remember, or... I don't remember that movie a whole lot at all, actually. Did yeah. I say I don't remember if you remember this? I don't know if you remember this. Well, you don't remember if I Do you remember, remember me saying <laughs> I don't remember if you remember this? Yeah. Wait, when did you say that? I don't remember. What are we talking about? Hello? <laughs> So uh, there's an autopsy scene on one of the the Reapers, uh, and they like pop open the ch- they do the like Y incision, oh, yeah. incision, and they pull it open, and like they have the like the chest is so like detailed and like gross. I don't remember watching the special features back in the day mm. how they made that practically and everything. It looks so good. All right, I'm, yeah. and then like there's a specific part of the movie I was like anticipating seeing, and that's when you have the Reaper strain. It builds a uh, a bone structure. It's like a a, a tightly uh, concealed rib cage around the heart so ah. it's like you can't like pierce it with a stake or whatever mm. I'm like dude that looks so fucking rad yeah, so right on, okay. like they they nail it with the visual effects I think mm-hmm. um, but yeah there's just something about the the story that's just not quite not yeah. not quite there to the first level um, 
uh, maybe it's like the novelty or some of the like mm-hmm. setup for the 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 first movie like that blood rave scene in the first movie yeah so fucking it's like bad. iconic right it now, is you know? iconic yeah, yeah. and i feel like it was in something else that i saw recently as well but i can't can't remember what but um yeah man that's blade 2 i'm i'm not looking forward to <laughs> trinity <laughs> i'm dreading you're gonna it. watch it though oh yeah yeah to complete the trilogy of course yeah, yeah you yeah, have yeah. to i've come this far yeah. you know just focus on jessica biel focus on ryan reynolds Please believe I will. Yeah. You know, it seems like it would be like Wesley Snipes is Blade. Enjoyed him in both of the previous right. movies. How could it be bad in the next one, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's like, oh, this was for a paycheck. This, yeah, yeah. But also there was like some behind the scenes drama you hear oh, about yeah. and like he was, he only wanted to be addressed as Blade. And I thought, oh. wow, that's, that's eccentric. <laughs> but then I hear some stuff about like uh, what the director was wanting him to do or whatever. And I was like, well, I'm kind of like back on Wesley Snipes side mm. of this. And it was like directed by David Goyer. I'm like, eh. Oh yeah. 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 That's kind of a hit and miss. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm also really looking forward to retrying the blade movies. It's been a very, very long time since I've seen either of those. Mm-hmm. I remember the first one a little bit more. Basically. I remember the second one for the, the crazy mouths. Yes. And then I remember the, the ninjas that are like, they're like, Doing like pole vault, not pole vault. They're doing like uh, uneven bars. Yeah, yeah. Swinging around on the, on the roof or on the ceiling. Uh, and it's cool too yeah. because like when whenever they do that, they are very silent, and, and you have yeah. like just the faintest like tap noise yeah, yeah. whenever they're doing it. So it's like I don't know why, but that lends an air of believability right on. to it to me. Um, but yeah, I, I really like that. Yeah, and it's yeah. like those are the two things that like stuck in my brain. But I I could not tell you the plot. I couldn't tell you the villain. Like I yeah. said, you know. Uh, what's funny is there's a whole team, like, uh, uh, Ron Perlman's team. Mm-hmm. He has a whole crew and they look like they stepped freshly out of 2002. You <laughs> look at this, you're like, I can tell you exactly what month in 2001 this fucking thing was filmed. It's, it's so wild. But, um, yeah. overall it was like, it was fun. It just didn't, uh, hold up or have an, an air of, uh, timelessness that mm-hmm. the first movie had for it. Well, not to say that. This is a direct comparison because I don't think the first movie either holds holds up either. But mm-hmm. um, it kind of makes me think of like Spider Man Two, which also came out right around then. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, I think it was two thousand. I'll look I feel into like it's it. Two thousand two, right? Or was that the first one? Though? I think it was the first one. The yeah, first one came out in two thousand two. I'll look into it. Yeah, and then, but it's like I always held that in such high regard. Like I always thought Blade Two was the better of the the two. Mm-hmm. And then we're, we 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 you and I tried to rewatch. Uh, Spider-Man 2 and like a lot of people still really hold that as like the best superhero movie of all time whatever but like mm-hmm. it didn't scratch the same itch that we used to or whatever mm-hmm. like sometimes it's like in my my memory of it it's way better yeah than re-watching it now and it's kind of like you kind of sometimes that it works and sometimes, mm-hmm. sometimes it doesn't you know yeah the people so. who like Spider-Man 2 and say that's the best superhero movie I mean that's fine clearly they're wrong mm-hmm um, and they should know that. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, like, Catwoman exists, so, like, what are we even doing? <laughs> but Spider-Man 2 was 2004. Okay. 2004. Yeah, right on. Uh, and then, you know, obviously, they topped it with Spider-Man 3, 2007. Oh, man. Three years later. They gave it an extra year in between. And to they, perfect it. They Yeah, really nailed yeah, it then. Yeah, It's like, guys, I like what you're doing here, but can we just add a little bit of a chef's kiss to it? What do you think? Yeah, what do you think? Come on. Uh, man, I right? like what you're doing with Sandman. Let's <laughs> throw Venom in there. I don't know. Just, just make it happen. Make it work. You know what's great? That 70s show. Let's bring on Topher. Yeah. Let's get that yeah. Topher kid. Uh-huh. I actually really love Topher, but I do too, not yeah. in that movie. No, yeah, it didn't work out. didn't work it, out for him. Not quite. No. Also, I haven't seen that in a long time, and I haven't really watched the Venom movies, but mm-hmm. the idea of going from Topher Grace to, to Tom Hardy? To Ed Hardy? 
yeah. Is that what arrows do? Well, it's practically Tom Hardy wearing Ed Hardy. Okay, that movies. makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, what a weird shift, though, right? Like, oh, what yeah. a different version of that character. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of wild, but... yeah. Um, the, yeah. the thing that was missing from Spider-Man 3 for me was Topher Grace going and crawling inside of a lobster tank in the middle of a crowded <laughs> restaurant and just eating a raw lobster. Um, Wait, is that from the new one? That is in the movie. <laughs> That's the first movie, Steven. Sometimes you say stuff and I'm like, this has got to be a bit. There's oh, no fucking way this no, was made. No, this is 100% in that the movie. That scene cost a million dollars. And I rewatched it <laughs> but a few weeks ago. <laughs> and it was in there. And people like that scene. Oh, man. And that's what they were like. I guess when they were greenlighting Venom 2, uh-huh. they were like, we figured out what this franchise needs to be. People like this. The lobster scene. Holy shit. Yeah. What a wild And ride. that's what Venom 2 was. So yeah. if you like the lobster scene in Venom 1, <laughs> might I recommend Venom 2? <laughs> the driving up That a makes clip. me very upset. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not happy. At least about I don't it. have to watch it. But uh, we'll probably do it sometime. For we're going to pivot. Yeah. We're going to pivot right now. We're going to watch them right now. We're going to watch them right Holy now. Holy shit. Mm-hmm. Call your wife. Make her stay at the grocery store. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's not going to be a part of this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> What's going on? We're watching Venom and Venom and 2. And Venom 2. Oh, okay. I'll just get a hotel. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't realize. You guys have the day to yourselves. I didn't realize it was going to be like that. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, okay, what else do you have? Uh, so there was one that uh, this is the uh, quickly added to the list mm-hmm. this morning. I don't know why I didn't think about it before, but um, a new season of a show came out that I think you guys had watched the other seasons of. But uh, you season oh, three, Soldier Boy's favorite TV out. show. <laughs> I know, you know what made me think of it? I just remember this again now. Why I added it to the list? It's because you were talking about that horror, the 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 Ho Nine. 909 mm-hmm. and i i was thinking about how hard it is to google the tv show you yeah right mm-hmm. it's so like you you is, is just in everything so it's mm-hmm. like so hard to do that but um yeah have you seen the other seasons have you seen this news one yes we we love the first two seasons of it we're about halfway through oh, okay this newest season right on okay yeah. let me spoil it for you so how's it in it yeah definitely yeah. gonna give you that um yeah. no i don't know how you're feeling so far but i really liked the season still um mm-hmm. i thought it was really good um i liked it basically as much as the other ones i'm really curious to go back and rewatch them now i've kind of forgotten like they would flash back to things and i'd be like oh that happened yeah i really kind of forgot he how kills I, people how, yeah how y'all got there oh my god i thought this was like the andy griffith show i didn't know what's happening yeah where's the whistles <laughs> and uh but yeah i i thought it was really cool i um i've mentioned her before that i really like um now i can't think of her name the the his wife um in the show is sarah jessica parker no uh but she's really great she's mm-hmm. she was in um other things this she is, was in a one of the house on haunted hill yes, or, exactly you know put those words in order that makes sense yeah yeah she was great in that um she is in briefly in uh once upon a time in, in hollywood as well um i've got to find her name because this is gonna drive me I'm crazy looking, victoria pedretti pedretti that's oh, what I spaghetti. To, yeah exactly she's uh-huh. spaghetti yeah um she's so fucking hot and she's a great actress mm-hmm. and uh i really like her in this role as quinn um i loved i i we don't want to, I guess, spoil the other seasons, too. But, like, you mm-hmm. find out some cool stuff about her at the end of season two. Mm-hmm. And then into this season, it all just kind of blows up and keeps going or whatever. And so it's like uh, they had been in New York, I guess, in the second season. That's what, I, I forget the details. Mm-hmm. And then they moved to California in, like, a small suburb town in this one. And so it's like a different vibe and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we really liked it. I thought it was cool. Um, by the end of it, especially, I liked how it all kind of played out. I really think it's funny that we root so much for the uh, the villains, essentially, right? Yeah. The, the murderers, uh-huh. right? The serial killers and stuff. And it's just like, I don't know why I care that, uh, especially he's like a pervert, too. He's so weird and stuff. Mm-hmm. He's like jerking off on 
doorsteps, watching people in their windows and stuff. Like, he's not a good dude. That was in the first what? season. That was, like, the first episode. You no, yeah, but I'm like, that's... Oh, you do that. You're you're like, I do that all the time. That's my. It's part of our HOA dues. (laughs) I pay those dues. I get to do what I do with these dues. Well, I thought the the deposit from yourself was the due. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's like buckets. Yeah. Yeah. Look, we pay our dues (laughs) at the beginning of the year, and that's not the only deposit I'm making, you know? You know what I'm saying? Everyone's doorstep. Here we go. Um, But I really love, like, Penn Badgley um, has such an interesting career. Like, I used Mm -hmm. to watch Gossip Girl, and he was on that. And then um, he's in uh, Easy A, and he's, like, the love interest, yeah. right? And he's great in that. Like, he's so charming and stuff. I still, like, every time I think about that movie, him in that movie, uh-huh. it's him as the, like, woodchucker, the beaver, or whatever. Ah, he's, yeah, like, yeah. pretending <laughs> to, like, gnaw on that log. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. Like an ear yeah. of corn. <laughs> so funny. Yeah. Um, yeah, and also, he's a lobster tot on that. So he gets in the tank as well. Oh, much, yeah. like, much like Venom. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's know, all connected. Connected together. Welcome to the Lobsterverse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah, I think he's really great in this. We were trying to explain it, this show to Amanda's parents uh, as well. And, you know, we, we basically just call it one of our murder shows. Yeah. And, um, yeah, it was. I was telling him how they probably shouldn't watch it. Although uh, her dad did watch Breaking Bad. So he's watched some dark shit. But uh, her mom would not be into this at all. But we were like, yeah, it's like, you know, he's killing all these people. But... And you feel like these people don't deserve it. But also, sometimes they're annoying. Mm-hmm. And you're kind of like, oh, man, I really liked that kill. Like, get rid of that guy, you know? Yeah, there's definitely one uh, toward the beginning of the, mm-hmm. the season. They ha- actually have to put, like, a warning up regarding oh, yes. that episode. You that know episode, uh-huh. That's uh, a great one, though. But that guy, I was like, okay, I see. Oh, I see why what happened to him happened to him. When it happens, it's like, I, I was like, I told my parents about it, too. I was like, this is great. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, he really deserves it. Yeah. Uh, that's pretty great. Uh, mm-hmm. So yeah, it's. Uh, I thought it was fun. I liked uh, Victoria Pedretti a lot. Speaking I like her in everything I see her in. So. She is, like you said, very attractive. Oh yeah, and her wardrobe is fantastic. She looks she, great. She does look yeah. great. Also, the librarian that's in this, uh, Tati Gabrielle. Oh yeah, I, oh, oh I thought you would love her. She is fucking hot too, man. I was like, there's two of them. Yeah, two right. Two babes in this. <laughs> okay, okay. And actually, there's a third at the beginning uh, yeah. of the season as well. Um, but we won't get too far into that. But yeah, uh, yeah. yeah we're halfway through. Um, I'm really liking it. It took me about that first episode to like reacclimate to it totally. and try to remember. I like that they do a recap at the beginning of uh-huh. each season because I mostly forget everything. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, and they released a long one we watched that was seasons one and two, recounted mm-hmm. by both of the stars, the 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 husband and wife of it. You know. Oh, okay. And it was like eight minutes long, so it really mm-hmm. like fills it out. But the more I watched, the more I f- had realized I'd forgotten. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I really need to go back and watch those mm-hmm. as well. But, yeah, it's a solid series so far. I re- I'm yeah. really surprised. I didn't know where they would go with it after the first season. It seemed like mm-hmm. kind of a one and done thing. And then when they were like announced the second season, I was like, oh, okay, cool. And then I really like that one. Yeah. And then this one. Because it had a lot of twists in mm-hmm. season two. Like, it changed it up a little bit from the normal formula. And then this one, it's, like, totally different. Totally different mm-hmm. town. Totally different ty- types of people. Yeah. Um, there's uh, one, the the blogger neighbor of theirs, mm-hmm. who's, like, the, the Insta influencer and stuff. Yeah. Um, she's, I told, uh, my wife and I were talking about it. She's so annoying, but she's so real. Like, she's so yeah. fake that she's so real. Yeah. Just, like, I think of most of those people or whatever, mm-hmm. like, uh, there's a part where like she's trying to like cry in front of the whole town, or whatever, and she's like trying to like search for someone that's missing. Yeah. She's like, 
it's just so hard. We were best friends. Mm-hmm. And it's like, this is exactly what happens with those people. And then when, when she was like done with her speech and she like started to get yeah. down off the bed of the truck and they started clapping for her and she like, she, she backed up and she's like, did a little like bow or yeah. whatever. I uh, did a little fake she's like cheek wipe. So good at being that type of fake that I was mm-hmm. like, this is 100% real. Yeah. I loved it. Um, yeah. Yeah. So that was really fun. Um, I, uh, yeah, I'm really digging it so far. I hope we can keep up with it. Yeah. Um, and I saw that they, the day before it released on Netflix, mm. so like on oh, the yeah. Thursday before, they green, green lit a fourth season, or totally. they announced a fourth yeah, season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and I'm like, great. damn, that's like confident. It must be doing in. really well. Yeah. Like, you know, every time it comes out, every season people talk about mm-hmm. it a lot. So, yeah. Yeah, it must be doing like viewership wise really well. I'm really mm-hmm. glad. I, and it, I like it too because every season ends though. Like, it yeah. always has like a, a, you know, an ellipsis, a dot, dot, dot at the end. But, mm-hmm. But you could always just finish it. Like, if you didn't like a season, you could just be like, well, I, I ended the season two or whatever. But yeah. I like each new season, though. Mm-hmm. And it's been, like, fun journey that I didn't expect to go on. So, yeah. yeah. I'm interested to see how this ends. Because... Oh, I'm so excited to talk to you about yeah. it. Yeah, okay. We'll, we'll try to finish well, it. Yeah, circle back to that. <laughs> yeah. uh, let's see. What else? What else? What else? Uh, my uh, final thing before we uh, tag team here is uh, we watched on, I think it was Hulu currently. Uh, they've got the 2019 the Adams Family movie, the CGI animated oh, yeah. one. The sequel just came out this year. Uh-huh. I'd not seen the first one, and we were just like trying to find something to watch that was like. I think we took a break from watching you because it was just like so oh, dark, and my yeah, wife yeah. was like, "Let's watch something else." I was like, "Okay," so we'll watch this cartoon. Uh, I didn't really want to watch it. Uh, it seemed like it, it would be look bad. great to me. No, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, like I've got very specific things I'm looking for uh-huh. for like animated movies. Yeah, but we turned it on and. You know, we decided to give it like maybe 10 minutes or so just to see how it turned out. And uh, do you know anything about the voice cast of this? I don't. So it has uh, Oscar Isaac. What? Uh, yeah, Oscar Isaac and then uh, Charlize Theron. Crazy, what? Yeah, they are the two leads. <laughs> they are Gomez and Morticia. Charlize Theron is Gomez. Wow. Yeah, I know. Who would That's have thought? Cool. She pulls it off. I bet she would, man. Uh-huh. She's a great actor. Yeah. Um, that but was wild. Uh, uh, Chloe, Chloe Grace Moretz is uh-huh. Wednesday, and then um, uh, Finn Wolfhard is Pugsley, uh-huh. and then like Snoop Dogg is Cousin It, and I was like, what? What is happening? But then like when that it, sounds pretty great. Cousin It shows up, it's not even like him talking. Like you wouldn't be. Able, it's like yeah. casting. I don't know Vin Diesel as Groot yeah. or something, if you can believe it. <laughs> yeah. But they. They like speed up his vocal, they pitch it up, and then I think they reverse it. <laughs> Does he talk like Snoop though? It sounds Does he like, say like if you know it's Snoop, you can kind of hear yeah, it, yeah. but you can't understand like the words because everything is like reverse yeah. pitched up and, and fast. So And he made like, a million dollars for that. Probably. Yeah. Probably. Good on him, you know? They could just have me. Yeah. <laughs> they could do it. But um yeah, like overall, it, like I had a, it was kind of fun. If I'm okay. being honest, it was it was fun. It, I I don't feel like I wasted time with it. That's good. Um, and it piqued my interest to watch the second one. Um, for you, Stephen, I will say uh-huh. that Morticia in this, she's no Angelica Houston, but she does have a spicy donk. Oh, okay. yeah, very form fitting. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah, There's yeah. a point where they like show like directly behind her i was like these animators know what they were doing <laughs> they know what they were doing and i'm here they for some it late nights mm-hmm. yeah they're like make it bigger i put a pillow over my lap <laughs> uh, but like it was overall like fun i would uh, watch the the second one now mm-hmm. like i'm kind of interested the overall plot of the the movie is that the adams they live in uh way up on this hill and they don't let anyone in the the household um 
like the main family mm-hmm. go outside. So the, the kids don't know about the outside world. Mm-hmm. And um, the, the parents at the beginning of the movie, they uh, as they're getting married, Gomez and Morticia, the villagers like run them out of town or whatever. So mm-hmm. they flee to this hill and they don't want to introduce their kids to the outside oh, okay. world. So it's one of those things. Mm-hmm. Eventually, there's like a red balloon a la it that like floats by their house and you're like what is this so that leads the kids to wanting to explore outside hmm. of the town and the the town they live in is like very homogenized and they talk about it like in the the movie mm-hmm. where it's like very cookie cutter everyone like kind of dresses the same and has the same like personality or whatever and it's through the introduction of the adams family that stuff gets weird and people start to realize they can be individuals and stuff so it really like uh kind of heartwarming story for mm-hmm. a younger audience i say if yeah, you're yeah. like uh maybe like 20 you know, 21 yeah you know mm-hmm. go tie one on watch this movie you know uh, i was gonna you're say gonna have a great time maybe like for your nephew christian's like uh, age range and younger this yeah, is, yeah, yeah. would probably be good um, yeah i wonder if they've seen those yeah oh that's Basketball. a good question for him mm-hmm. yeah um but uh yeah like not not the worst thing i've watched recently uh-huh. you know uh i have a feeling blade trinity will be more <laughs> teeth pulling than <laughs> yeah, the that. Adams family but overall it was okay i was trying to look at who made that because it, it makes me think of that type of like illumination that's type of thing who right? i thought but yeah. it's not i don't think it's them. it just says universal i don't know yes they have like a an animated animation arm if if i had to put money on it uh i i would have thought Illumination mm-hmm. made it ahead of time, but yeah. it didn't have the annoying minions and secret life right. of pets like yeah. characters that show up to be like, you remember these guys, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, it didn't have them at the beginning of it. And I think in the Wikipedia article I read, again, mm-hmm. you can't lie on Wikipedia. It's you can't do it. literally illegal. Fucking try it. <laughs> Uh, it says that Illumination bought the rights back yeah. in 2010, but they I guess they never did anything with it. Yeah. So I guess Universal was just like, I guess we'll do it ourselves. It's kind of like yeah, the difference weird. between... Pixar and Disney, I guess. Like uh-huh. like you said, Universal has their own separate thing or whatever. Um, I like a couple of the character designs, but the like Morticia and Wednesday I thought looked cool. Mm-hmm. But um, everyone else, especially Fester, who's voiced by Nick Kroll, whom I love. Oh, yeah. He's, he's just, no. Not that great? No, I don't like it. I don't, they could have taken another pass at that. So it says that they it was animated by Cinecite studios and nitrogen studios and nitrogen is owned by Cenocite, so it's essentially the same thing i guess and they use nitrogen mm. in another universal property the fast and the oh furious oh my god uh-huh. crossover yeah vin diesel <laughs> is the new it cousin it um but yeah i this type of movie too though like it didn't like the animation didn't look that great to me so mm. like in trailers and stuff like it didn't like grab my attention yeah but generally I find uh, even though like a lot of good voice actors like that I know or whatever are in like Pixar or Disney movies or mm-hmm. other other entertainment like that that I like animated entertainment when the cast is so fucking stacked it mm-hmm. generally means to me that I'm like gonna like like it less yeah because it's like they needed to get these actors to get anybody in like mm-hmm. Secret Life of Pets or something like yeah. I think has like a shit ton of awesome people in it but I'm yeah. like didn't really like get me in the trailers you know mm-hmm. uh, so I never gave this one a shot but um it's interesting. I like the Adams family a lot, mm-hmm. so I thought about it for that reason. But then, yeah, it just didn't like the character designs and stuff didn't really get me. So I do think it's interesting. I realized through watching this, I think I like the Adams family. Like generally speaking, I thought it was maybe mm. just like the the movies from back in the day. Yeah, yeah. I remember liking. Um, but I think I like these characters overall. They're mm-hmm. like entertaining to me. I know Rob Zombie is doing like a monsters movie. Yeah, yeah. And I used to conflate those two. Uh, totally. Yeah. I don't know. I don't really know what the main difference is. Uh, they have a car. 
<laughs> and that's yeah. it, I guess. I, you know, I remember watching the and there was like a new monsters or something like that, like in the eighties or something. I remember watching some of the monsters like TV mm-hmm. stuff, but I don't remember the Adams Family TV stuff at all. I just remember those two movies that came out when yeah. we were younger. Um, but specifically for this one, I think it's interesting that they don't really allow the kids to go to the town because that's specifically why I like the original ones so much mm-hmm. is it's the juxtaposition of their weird ass family with the normals mm-hmm. around them yeah, and that they don't fucking care. Yeah. And they're just being weird all the time. Mm-hmm. And so, so to not have that, I guess eventually they do. They do. Yeah. So that makes sense. That's like the like, first act. Yeah. 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 Then, okay. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it, to not even have it as like the main underlying thing that they're just a part of society, but they're really weird. Mm-hmm. It's kind of weird to me. So I'm glad at least they like touch on that. So maybe in the sequel, mm-hmm. you know, kind of explores that a little bit more. Yeah. I don't even know what the plot, I didn't know what the plot of this first one yeah, was. Yeah. I don't know what the plot of the second one is. I know that was it? like advertised and yeah, yeah. Are you going to watch the sequel? Uh, if it comes out, if it, yeah, yeah, it shows up on like Hulu or a streaming service or whatever. Right I might Tubi. throw that on, but yeah. 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 Tui, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Fubo. No, clearly not. Can't. I can't do it. Yeah. Not allowed. I've I've put a team of engineers together. They're like, oh, I don't know what to tell you. Uh, we'd rather invent time travel mm-hmm. than figure out Fubo. You should it's, start a Kickstarter. I should. Start, yeah. You can get your money back. <laughs> yeah, you know, I know. Yeah. <laughs> All you need is like, I need a Kickstarter to get on Fubo. People are like, you just get on Fubo. And you're like, I tried. It's impossible. Have you tried I it? I need $100,000. <laughs> yeah. I need a room of hard drives. <laughs> I've I've bought the top minds from Facebook and Google. Mm-hmm. We need to get this done. Yeah, so it, with that kind of money, you could have just made it. Like you just got those guys, just make mm-hmm. a new app. Yeah, can't. Facebook, Google, and then if I'm being honest, I I did buy a dipshit who is heavily still invested in MySpace. I don't. Oh, uh huh. I just I don't want to vary up my my offerings a little bit mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. diverse diversify yeah that's the word i've heard i tried to hire justin timberlake and i was like mm-hmm. i saw you in that movie he's like but that's not me i was like trolls trolls it's like the trolls movie uh-huh. yeah justin timberlake and anna kendrick and i'm like oh this probably uh-huh. not gonna be good yeah <laughs> yeah i love them both probably not any good <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> it's the weird juxtaposition of animated films versus live action films mm-hmm. the better the cast the more i'm like uh Probably going to hate it. Well, it's because they're like <laughs> spending so much money on the voice cast exactly. as opposed to the animation and Well, like story. this Adams Family movie you were talking about, mm-hmm. it says on Wikipedia, where you can't lie, the budget mm-hmm. was $24 million, which seems crazy low for yeah. an animated feature to me. Mm-hmm. It's probably because they pay animators like nothing. Yeah. Uh, but it made $200 million at the box office. That's crazy. And I'm like, $24 million, you probably paid a million dollars to the animators, uh-huh. and everybody else got a million dollars to be a part of the voice cast. Yeah. You know, they got, made it stacked. But Well, they saved a lot of money on the, uh, like I said, the character designs. Um, if you look at Fester up there in that yeah. group shot, uh, he looks like a circle with two smaller circles and a, Simple. a, a hot dog for a nose, yeah. essentially. Oh, I do like Cousin It, though. Cousin It, yeah. Yeah. Looks like he could be a, a member of the ZZ Top. Yes. You know, mm-hmm. in there. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. But uh, why do they have a lion? I don't know. I asked my wife. I was like, <laughs> did they always have a lion? Because, like, it's an MGM movie. Uh, so it starts out with the lion okay. and the logo. Mm-hmm. And then it, like, turns into the cartoon lion. Mm-hmm. Then he's there all the time. And I was like, did they always a have a lion? That's or are they just, wild. like, trying to flex and be like, yeah, we're MGM, buddy. Well, <laughs> it's like if you watch, like... I don't know, literally any other, like like a Star Wars movie, and then, like, all of a sudden, a mouse shows up. It's like, ha-ha! <laughs> I was like, wait. Well, did, it is Disney now. So do they maybe, always have this, or yeah. is it because it's Disney? Like, what's what's going on here? That would be great if the, they did, like, another Star Wars, like, sequel series, and it's, like, Roger Rabbit. It's, like, live action, <laughs> yeah. and they brought in the Disney people. I'd be yeah. like, 
I'll allow it. Uh huh. I'll give this a shot. See yeah. how it goes. Yeah. Vader fires up a lightsaber. Like, <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> oh no. Um. Uh, did you have anything else? No. Before okay. that's it. Yeah, so, uh, do you want to talk about the thing that we did both watch also on Hulu? Excellent. Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about Only Murders in the Building, which is a, uh, I believe, a Hulu exclusive yeah. show. Mm-hmm. Um, might show up in other territories elsewhere. We don't know. We, yeah, we can't. We, we can't, can't access that. Fubu, Fubu, <laughs> uh, or Fubo. Or us bias. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or uh, international markets for uh, streaming content on Hulu here in the states. But what I do know. It stars the comedy trifecta of oh yeah Steve Martin, Martin Short, Selena Gomez. Totally. Mm-hmm. They're back. Yep. The three amigos have returned. <laughs> They're like Chevy's a, a dick. Uh-huh. Bring in Selena. Yeah, that's and honestly, it's all for the best on yep. that. Um, but uh, not really horror per se, but it is murder adjacent, Murder-y. and that's that's where we're at on yeah, this, yeah, yeah. right? Um, 10 episodes mm-hmm. and uh, vaguely it's about podcasting so immediately oh, yeah. had my attention totally my wife uh, came across it when she was working at home at the time mm-hmm. and she saw a new series that she was playing on the background as she was working and uh, she watched I think they dropped the first two episodes the same day uh-huh. and she engulfed them immediately and she said that uh, it might be the greatest thing she's ever seen in her life. She, like the, she told us like the funniest, one of the funniest things she'd ever seen in her life. Uh-huh. And uh, I was like, man, this really opens my eyes to you. Yeah, Enough. So much. Like now that it's bad, it's obviously Steve Martin and Martin Short. Yeah. It's like, like, oh, this is what you're looking for? It's comedic, but yeah. also like it's a drama as well. Uh-huh. It's like kind of, in, it's in that weird like Hulu nexus of like an FX type sitcom yeah, where yeah. it's like serious until it's funny or whatever. So it's, it's kind of playing in that realm. I was like, okay. Yeah. And like, as we were, she went back to rewatch the first episodes with me uh-huh. and she was like giggling. And I was like, oh, is this funny? Like, I mean, it's like funny, but is it giggly funny? I'm like, who are you as a person? Yeah. <laughs> you live with me and you're not. Okay. Whatever. I'm not going to get on that high horse, but, um, overall I enjoyed the series and I thought mm-hmm. it was like a, a fun mystery to solve. Yeah. Um, do you want to explain the plot so I don't have to? Sure. Great. Um, Let's see. It's like a, a posh building in New York City um, that everybody like owns their own, you know, apartments, and they're all really nice. Mm-hmm. That's part of the. I like the production design of this yes. series a whole lot. That's mm-hmm. probably one of my favorite things. Uh, but yeah, they all they don't know each other. Like they pass each other the halls. These three people, but there is a fire alarm in the beginning, and after the fire alarm's done, they realize like someone in the building was murdered, and they are huge podcasts like murder podcast fans. And so they decide to do a podcast and kind of go episode by episode and, um, like, oh, and, mm-hmm. um, go by episode by episode as they're like trying to solve this thing, whatever. So it's like mm-hmm. they're using the, their true crime podcast, quote unquote skills yeah, to solve this, um, to comedic effect. And, uh, it is a very, uh, winding journey as, mm-hmm. as you go through it and everything. Yeah. And, um, overall, like for, for me, we had heard about it through Brandy and then people at my wife's work. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brandy, who's that? Anyway, we'd heard about it from your, your wife, Leonardo. <laughs> yeah. And uh, and then people at my wife's work had, had been watching it too. And like everybody just like gushed over it, basically. And so we started it when there was like five episodes out. And so we got to like binge watch the first three or four. Um, and I don't, we, we were like, it's funny. It's good. Like we like Steve Martin. We like Martin Short. 
Uh, Selena Gomez is okay in it to me. She's she's kind of flat sometimes. Like she's so monotone sometimes. Yeah, I thought right? that was yeah. And I don't know if it's mm-hmm. like she's kind of being the straight person to their quirkiness, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was mostly okay. I, I liked them, especially towards the end and stuff. I liked it all. But um, yeah, at first we watched like the first like four episodes, and we were like, I mean, it's good, but like we don't know why everybody's like going gaga over the show, like other shows that we've watched, you know. And then we had to watch the next episodes week to week. And in the middle of it, we got like super into it and we're like, oh, yeah. maybe this is like maybe it's part of the mystery. Like you want to have that week to week to kind of have time to explore like your theories about it or whatever. Mm-hmm. And we we're like, yeah, we really dug it. And then the last episode happened and they had already kind of solved the crime by the episode before. Yeah. And so it, it kind of just like is like laying it. It's like all exposition mm-hmm. at that point. And we finished it and we were like, I mean, that was OK. Yeah. Like yeah. it kind of was lackluster for the ending to us. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I do think that I really liked seeing Steve Martin and Martin Short together. I really liked them. They are mm-hmm. pretty funny, uh, especially Steve Martin had some really funny things when he's like drugged. Uh, out and stuff oh my god you know and he Holy does kind shit. of the yeah the wolf of wall street sort of like oh yeah you know the car sort of situation you know and he he pulled it off really well the, and that, that was really great that speech i was like oh he was just faking this the whole yeah. time and then like <laughs> he's not and you're like oh okay he's just like drooling all over himself it's so great yeah. but when he shows up like being pushed in that cart and he's just like kind of <laughs> frumped over yeah yeah he's very it's steve funny. martin mm-hmm. in the show and, and in such a great way yeah and it was great to see him i haven't seen him in much you know in a while yeah and uh, any new things, and uh, it was great. So mm-hmm. uh, overall, I think we liked it. Um, the the way that it also ended with like a new murder, mm-hmm. and you know, kind of leading up to like a new story because it kind of solved this one, which is how like the season kicked off, right? It was that yeah. same scene, yeah, yeah, which is weird, mm-hmm. yeah. And they show it in the previews all the time, mm-hmm. and then I, I kept waiting for that scene to show up, and then you, it's like Selena Gomez over a body, and she's like, mm-hmm. I didn't do it, mm-hmm. and uh, they finally get to it. it's like one of the last things you see. Um, but then I was like, okay, I could be into this, but. Um, I also thought it was like such a great like one and done sort mm-hmm. of thing. Like how many murders are really going to happen yeah. in one building? But that's cool enough. Like we'll probably, you know, watch the next one. But uh, yeah. I'm curious to, to hear what you thought about the, the whole thing. I'm about where you are on it. I enjoyed the series as I was watching it. Uh, it did seem like the the uh, overall like plot got dragged out pretty um, far. Like I, I've, I felt like they could have shortened that episode. up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, maybe two, possibly three, four, <laughs> maybe five, six, seven, eight. Um, so you want like a, an hour long movie? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> it would have been perfect. And honestly, like, let's just trim it down to 45 minutes. Let's get in, in and out of this. Um, but yeah, like it was like a fun show to watch. Um, yeah. The, like you said, that last episode uh, on, at the end of episode nine, we're mm-hmm. left with like, uh, I guess a hint as to what it was, but yeah. I didn't really know how the pieces fit together at that point. But um, we find out in great detail uh, mm. on that last episode. And it's like, well, I kind of wish that like some of that would have been sprinkled throughout yeah. the rest of the season. Just so we yeah. can kind of like connect the dots a little bit ourselves, you know? Yeah, I feel like they did pretty well with that, that it didn't feel like a slight against me as an audience mm-hmm. member. Sometimes a movie can do that where they're like, haha, see this twist. And I'm like, mm-hmm. well, you didn't show me any of that stuff. Yeah. So it's not a twist because yeah. I never would have known it. Mm-hmm. And this one felt still kind of cool, though. But it definitely just kind of lays it all out there yeah. right at the end. And you're like, oh, okay, all these dots are connected and mm-hmm. stuff, and it's, it's okay or whatever. But, um, but yeah, I, I think I we had a harder time because people, like, gushed over it that we talked you know, mm-hmm. talked with before we watched it. And I think it's, like, a good show, but it wasn't, like, phenomenal to me. You know, like, it's not like Ted Lasso to me, which I think is, like, fucking amazing. Yeah. And I look forward to every week and everything. 
Um, this one was like, oh, it's really enjoyable. Yeah. You know, and I think mm-hmm. you'd go into it with that. I probably would have liked it better. Mm-hmm. I would recommend it that way to other people. Yeah. Yeah. As far as the whodunit goes, like, everybody mm-hmm. loves a whodunit, right? Like, totally. Knives Out is great. Ugh. But, uh, yeah, this one was just like, whodunit, whodunit. Okay, fi- let's go. Who fucking yeah. done it? Who done it, though? Yeah. Right? yeah, yeah. Let's find this out. Um, and then, like, the, uh, if I'm being honest, the... Uh, the uh, uh, portrayal of podcasters. Uh, oh, yeah, that's mm-hmm. not accurate. You know, not not great. No. Um, they have fans for one. What? I've never known that. That is disgusting. So yeah, <laughs> I do like their murder podcast for like fans that like show up outside the, mm-hmm. the building and stuff, and they're yeah. so into it. Um, but yeah, it, uh, they also get um, a lot of money, mm-hmm. um, which I have not mm-hmm. had experience with podcasting yeah. oh speaking of which nathan mm-hmm. lane is in the show i fucking uh, love nathan lane. isn't he great he's so good all every the time. time he shows up in anything mm-hmm. yeah it's fucking amazing also there's a an episode uh that's like a uh is it entirely silent there's like a deaf oh, character his son is deaf yeah yeah that episode is great yeah it's i was so really impressed with it yeah, yeah, yeah. My, i forgot about that my wife uh was was like i don't know if i'm gonna like this and it, it doesn't it's not hard to keep track of, mm. like, the dialogue or whatever, because it has yeah. subtitles on the screen. Oh, yeah. And that was, like, her main concern. But we, we got through it. Mm-hmm. But uh, I really liked it. I thought it was Oh, it was uh, so impressive. interesting. Yeah, because yeah. you don't get that a whole lot. Like, yeah. you have, like, A Quiet Place, mm-hmm. where they've cast, like, a deaf character mm-hmm. or deaf deaf actor. And you kind of get that stuff from her point of view, where she can't hear things and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this was so unique for a TV show. I've never, I've never seen anything like that. Mm-hmm. And it was so well done, I thought. Yeah. Um, and the way, like... Yeah, the way they, they show his interactions with his dad and stuff mm-hmm. um, are very interesting in that episode. How yeah. his dad doesn't really, like, accept him sort of as being deaf mm-hmm. or didn't as a kid. Yeah. And um, it's kind of hard and stuff. But, um, yeah, I thought that was a really good episode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And at the end of that episode, you find out some information about, like, a previous death that happened mm. there in that uh, that building yeah, or yeah, whatever. Yeah. So uh, it was overall a really good one. Yeah, it's definitely – there's a lot of red herrings. There's a lot of convoluted sort of storyline mm-hmm. and stuff. But it, it – plays out mostly i think pretty well yeah um so yeah i'd, I'd recommend it just with a little not with like a a big thumbs up just kind of yeah. like yeah check it out yeah you know yeah cool whodunit but that's it yeah on this we are in agreement excellent mm-hmm. um okay well that was everything that was non-shutter super shall we talk about shutter Absolutely. in and of itself Let's just warm right up into it. We Speaking have Shutter on right now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> One of the cool things about Shutter is they offer a, like you said, uh, before we were recording, because mm-hmm. I was trying desperately to find it, yeah, having no success. Yeah, I yeah. tried typing in pumpkin. It was like, no, this. Yeah. Okay, here's everything with the word pumpkin. Like, no, it's not. <laughs> Doesn't work. They have something called the Ghoul Log, which is like a Yule Log that you'll see on Netflix. I think does it. They've got a yeah. couple of versions of that, mm-hmm. where it's just you throw a, 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 a fireplace fire on yeah. your television screen and you just have that in the background uh shutter does the same thing but they've got like a lit jack-o'-lantern and it's yep. like fucking lit dude. <laughs> um and it's just like something they have on in the background we've had that yep. playing uh two different versions we're on uh uh i think we did night of the gulag now uh, we're on return of the gulag so many unanswered questions oh my god i'm eager to who find is out the gulag, right? who is the gulag yeah. what if this is all a ploy for them to release a movie like years from now yeah and they're like they we had 10 hours of footage uh-huh. last year. We had 10 hours of footage the year before. Now you get one hour of story. Yeah. I would totally be in for that. 
son of the gulag. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> but cool little guy. <laughs> yeah. <it's, laughs> you have to like paint him. You can't even carve him. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's cool. Uh, so it's something to have on in the background, especially if you're uh, planning to go to a Halloween party yeah. or just have it on as you're passing out candy. Or oh, you just yeah. want to like have something to fall asleep to. Totally great. Masturbate too. Oh. I guess. If you like pumpkins that much. I mean, I was like. Any questions? A lot. If you're jacking <laughs> off to pumpkins, um, and then uh, you had mentioned the 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 shutter uh, like startup noise anytime you start oh, a, yeah, yeah. a program on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, very like quick little thing with the logo, and then it has like a little like musical sting there. Yeah. And uh, you had some interesting information about that. Yeah, uh, I was gonna look that up too to make sure I was right. Oh, okay. That. But it's. Um, I think it was because it was like last year, or the year before that they had like reupdated their app and everything. Because I've I've been with Shutter off and on for like two years now but mm-hmm. um they had uh john carpenter do their little theme and it's mm-hmm. just like a little like it kind of sounds like halloween it's like a little string thing in the back or like a synth string in the background mm-hmm. and then just like a dun dun yep. dun dun and uh it's really rad um and so yeah he he's done such cool music like halloween kills you know he was mm-hmm. still part of that and everything and uh that's just awesome another cool thing that shutter does you know mm-hmm Shutter do, theme by John Carpenter. Do you think funny. the the dun 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 that is like in reference to um, uh, Law and Order? I think it is. This is like in the Law and Order verse. Uh, okay. Yeah, Shutter basically. Yeah, they have exclusive streaming rights mm-hmm. to no Law and Order episodes, mm-hmm. but they're trying. Yeah, and they're like, what if we make our logo sound? Oh, there was a little flash of lightning there in the mm-hmm. gulag. Yeah, um, it's yeah, he is. It's called Shutter, his song, uh, and apparently there's like a a minute and fifty five version. Oh my god! Uh, so there's actually a real song for it. Really? But then they shorten it for the little stinger. But um, it was in 2018 that he did that. Um, so yeah, it's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. This gulag though, this one in particular, I think is the new one, and it's like a stop motion scene or whatever. Yeah, I saw some little like clay characters yeah. running around. And it's so rad. They so they do they, like last year they had um, the Samo Lantern, and it was like directed by I think it was directed by um, uh, Doherty who did um, Trick or Treat. Mm-hmm. So they had like a scene that he it looked like. The Halloween streets um, from there is like on the curb or whatever, and there's like a Halloween, like a jack lantern there, and in the background's like a house, and it looks like some of the houses from Trick or Treat and stuff. So they do like different themes. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's just a porch, and it's just cool. Like but yeah. they're all just so much fun, and it's just one of the awesome things that Shutter offers. And then we've always talked about how when you start the Shutter app, they have like three different things that are playing yeah. all the time, like live, mm-hmm. like channels, and you can scroll through them. Mm-hmm. And in October, they put on one of those is always the Gulag. Yeah. So sometimes I'll just start the Shutter app and put that on while I'm getting ready to yeah. do whatever else and then find a movie, you know. I like that. Which is cool. One of the options on those three rotating, like, uh, uh, in, uh, what am I trying to say? Those, those uh, things you were just talking about. God damn what, it. the Gulag? No, well, like where it's like automatically playing. Oh, the three, yeah, yeah like like channels. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like one of them is Slashix, and it just has yeah, like yeah. a bunch of like slasher movies or whatever. Uh-huh, totally. And there's like so many of them that I've never heard of. Yeah. But it's like, oh, huh, this is interesting. When I pulled up the the app today, I switched it over to like the Shutter TV thing, mm-hmm. and it was it immediately pulled up. I can't remember the name of it now, but oh, it was Night of the Demons. Night of the Demons, yeah, where yeah. this lady was like drawing <laughs> under. She was like under her boob. She was like adding a lipstick. It was just like the thing you just. Turned on right away. I was like, wow, this is... Turned you on. Shudder knows who I am as a person. Damn, this is working out. (laughs) Um, Okay, so we both have watched a few things on Shudder before we get to our main topic. Mm -hmm. Um, Let me uh, me go through one of mine because you've already mentioned it, which is In Search of Darkness, which is the Shudder documentary. Uh Um, And there's uh, definitely two of them. I think you had mentioned there might be a third one coming out. 
at some point. Oh, yeah. I saw a poster that... So there should be a third documentary coming out with it. Yeah. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've watched... Their posters oh, are rad. I've only watched yeah. the first one. Okay. Uh, because it's four hours. In yeah, time. right. Uh, so it's very long <laughs> it takes time to get through, but still very good. Uh-huh. Like it's a, a, a journey into like 80s horror, like you had mentioned previously. Um, there are a couple of things I wanted to mention real quick regarding that, since you have right already on. talked about it. Um, but one of them is that uh, uh, Corey Taylor from Slipknot is yeah. in the documentary and I love it. Uh, he is a, a massive like he was great. He's a big like dork. Like there's uh-huh. some YouTube videos you can find where he's like shopping with this film crew they're at this, uh, it's like a pop culture store or whatever. And he's like buying action figures and talking about like why he likes them or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I really don't have room on this on the tour bus, but it's a giant <laughs> fucking Godzilla statue and I must have it. So he's just like dumping all this money on all this awesome. stuff. So it's pretty rad. The other thing is when you had mentioned it on uh, an episode, a few episodes back, you said mm. there's a guy on there <laughs> that drove you nuts yeah. uh, because he speaks very sing-songedlish. Yes. Which is a phrase I've just made up. I like that. Um, and I was like, I don't know if I'm going to find this person I don't, because, you know, everybody hears things differently or whatever. Mm-hmm. Stephen, I found him immediately. Oh, and yeah. I had texted you oh, over Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, his name is James A. Janice. He's host oh. of Dead Meat, I guess, on YouTube. Yeah. Yep. Right? This is the guy? I found his channel on YouTube, yeah. They do a lot of, like, kill counts on movies. Oh, it's right? that guy. Yeah, it's that kind of thing. I'm like, I don't... And okay. I've never seen that show. Like, I'd never found him on YouTube mm-hmm. randomly, which is weird, but... Yeah, I, I love that you texted me that because you knew exactly who I was talking about. <laughs> Whenever I saw it, I was like, I got to take a fucking picture of my TV with this. Uh, this guy is fucking annoying. And he's there are a couple of times I will say that he's speaking like as himself. Mm. But then the rest of the time, yeah. it's just him. Like he's rehearsed what he's saying. I don't know yes. if he's like reading, but he speaks as if he's like trying to introduce someone to a movie or yeah. something like that instead of everyone else in the documentary just talking about their thoughts on it yeah. or uh, there are people. It's like he didn't get the assignment. Yeah, they're yeah, like yeah. cast and crew people that are talking, just yeah. like off the top of the dome, or or fans that are uh, giving input on it. Mm-hmm. And he's just like, I'm not doing that. I've prepared literally yeah. every syllable that yeah. I will speak in this documentary. It sounded like a, a prepared YouTube video, yeah, like a highly edited YouTube video. And mm-hmm. he has that sort of sing-songy voice that YouTubers adopt. Yeah, yeah. and it sounded so f- so much more fake. Mm-hmm. and juxtaposition of everybody else they interviewed it stands out so it hard so out. it's so it's yeah it's, so much it's so annoying. that i told you that i don't think he's even in the second one and eventually he is they the second one seemed to be a combo of uh interview clips from this one that they didn't like have time to put in the first documentary mm-hmm. and then sometimes you can tell like a person's back and they've changed clothes like it's a different interview with a new the same person or whatever and there's okay. like one scene in particular that i saw that he was definitely wearing the same clothes so it's like the, a clip they had from the first documentary they cut and it's it seemed like they used as little of him as possible in the second one yeah so that's good at least i'm sure yeah. like the people that were making it were like this doesn't go together at all yeah right but we like paid this guy yeah so and then in, in his place in the second one they bring in uh i think it's chris jericho Mm-hmm. Uh, the wrestler. Oh yeah, yeah, and he's also like very nerdy and stuff, and uh, super into all of that. Yeah, um, and so he was really fun. Mm-hmm. So I liked him, uh, and they're much better than that YouTube dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, not for me. There's, he's not for there, me. There's something about everyone else speaking like regularly. Yeah, but like especially the people that are fans, and he would be a horror fan, right? Yeah. Uh, who speak enthusiastically but not fakely. That is yes. off-putting and makes me be like. 
are you a fake fan, bro? Like, what are, yeah, what are you doing? Weird, yeah. You know, there's like the whole like fake fandom thing on the internet, mostly uh-huh. aimed at women. But I'm like, but what about this guy? Yeah. <laughs> what about Have you this guy? Yeah. yeah. This is this. Let's focus on this and more. Obviously, his Dead Meat is that what his channel was called? Uh, I, yeah, I think so. Right. Mm-hmm. It seemed like I, I think I had like a million subscribers or something. Like it. It's like it seemed really popular. Um, and it and it might be okay if I had just found him that way. I would have probably accepted him how he talks and stuff because that's just how it goes. But I was I was so annoyed by him from the documentary version that I was like I can't even watch his sh- YouTube show. I tried to watch it. I was like I can't do this. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's just like this thing that annoyed me, but a lot of it. But all, all the time. Okay. Yeah. Uh, no. Yeah, Unsubscribe yeah. and block possibly. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I definitely. Yeah. I was like, do not recommend this channel. <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> on YouTube for sure. Um, not for me. Real quickly on uh, the documentary. Uh, tip mm-hmm. i also watched another one called horror noir a history oh, of yeah. black horror right on. and there are actually two versions of this on there so Uh-oh. i want to go back and watch the other one the first one is a uh, a feature documentary the mm-hmm. other one is uh called horror noir uncut i believe hmm. and it's um like uncut interviews with the, uh, a few of the people oh, that are in it awesome so it's like an extended like half hour interview with like tony todd or whatever mm-hmm. i haven't watched any of them but that's kind of what i was getting from the right description on. um it all seems very cool and i want to go back and watch that as yeah, well. yeah but there's like so many uh, there are a lot of like horror tropes uh in general but specifically with black people they talk about how black guy always dies first or whatever uh, yeah, yeah. they get into those things but they also talk about stuff i had no clue about mm. like in uh the original uh night of the living dead oh the yeah black and white. Black, yeah right um, which was really progressive for the it, 60s yeah i yeah. know i had no idea that yeah, that's yeah. what i knew there was like a black like lead in uh-huh. there but i didn't realize like to what extent yeah, he yeah. was in there and he's kind of the hero sort of yeah part of that at least very yeah. handsome dude like oh yeah who is this guy yeah i know right? we don't talk about this guy yeah Add this to the Blade 2 parades. <laughs> like, also in this guy. This guy was great. Yeah. Um, there's a, a lot of stuff about that. Um, and um, they, they talk about some of the more modern stuff. They talk about, like, the Jordan Peele movies. Yeah. He talks about uh, his love of Candyman. I've never seen Candyman. When we, I haven't we, seen it in a very long time. When we had yeah. Rachel on uh, to do our, like, horror um, fantasy draft, mm-hmm. she mentioned that Candyman was one of her favorites. Mm-hmm. And I... I want to seek that out now. Oh, totally. And, and it seems like... And the new one. The new one, yeah, yeah. much like Halloween 2018, mm-hmm. this new Candyman is a direct sequel to the original Candyman. Mm. That's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> why, why are they doing this to us? But, um, yeah, so I'm, like, very interested in that. Just, totally. like, j- because I saw clips of Candyman in this documentary, mm-hmm. I'm like, I didn't realize it was going to be like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, they talking about, like, like, his whole background of, like, being a slave and, like, he was, like... Uh, being a um, an artist, mm. and that's why he has his hand chopped off and replaced with a hook oh, and all this yeah, shit. Yeah. I was like, I have, what? What? You're like, I'm an artist. What? I want There's nuance. Yeah. There's nuance. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. You you have me. It's not just like weird to be weird. Yeah, yeah. You know, but um, yeah, definitely Candyman is especially in like black cinema and stuff. They always talk about it so specifically as uh, like a, a touchstone for for people and 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 black cinema and everything mm-hmm. and black horror. And, um, but I never, I, I remember like watching it like maybe once, like, I felt like I ca- caught that on like TNT a bunch of times or something, you know, like little bits of it or whatever, mm-hmm. but I was never a huge fan. And then uh, over time though, I've heard people be such fans of it. I'm like, maybe I just missed something out or maybe I was too young to understand it or whatever. Yeah. Um, I certainly don't think I got any subtext of like slavery and stuff in there, you know, mm-hmm. I was just watching a horror movie on yeah. TNT, but, uh, and then the new one coming out, which I've heard nothing but great things about, yeah. uh, makes me excited to watch that. But I, I, um. Uh, haven't seen horror noir that documentary but i've heard good things about that too so i mm-hmm. definitely want to check that one out as well yeah that's another thing, great thing about shutter they have these amazing documentaries the documentaries the, the crystal are good. lake memories mm-hmm. 
like six hour Jason one, you know? Oh yeah. That was yeah. a lot. That was a lot. <laughs> but it was very good. That's the thing is like, I will watch it in like spurts. Yeah. But like, like I'm interested to go back to it. It's not like, yeah. Uh, even if we weren't doing, you know, the stuff for this month, sure. I would eventually go through and watch this because it's just so interesting to yeah. me. It's like this world I'm, uh, have tangential interest uh-huh. in, and you know, having like friends that are all into it and everything. You don't know any of them yeah. uh, that are uh, into it as well. Um, it, it certainly piques my interest. It's yeah. like a peek behind the curtain of of why people like this stuff. Totally, and it's easy to see why. Yeah, it's all it's all cool. It's yeah. Not all of it. Like most of it's cool. Yeah, most of it's There's cool. There's a lot of it. Blade Trinity, cool. fucking rules. It's we best. all know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, best horror movie ever. We had a had a, have had have. We knew a guy <laughs> whose favorite Blade movie was Trinity. Really? And I was like, how is... Who? Yeah. Trey. You mean Wink? Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Crazy. Mm-hmm. That was his favorite? Tracy, yeah. Mm. That was... I hope he goes back and revisits that thought. Mm-hmm. He's like, I was right. You guys are right. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I'm I'm interested to see. Like, Maybe I go back and watch him like, well, I do like Patton Oswalt. He's in this too. So, okay, yeah, I guess it all works. One. Yeah. He's the new Blade? Wow. Yeah. What a change. Kind of, sort of, you know. They they went the total opposite direction without wow. changing genders because everybody knows you can't have Blade be a woman. Yeah, uh, that's that's, that's a little that, Yeah, yeah. But it's Patton Oswalt in blackface. Listen, guys, it was a different time. <laughs> it's the early two thousands. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. Totally different time. Um, but yeah. So right on. Uh, what do you have for Shutter stuff? Well, I wanted to quickly mention it looks like it is brewing up a storm out here which, mm-hmm. uh, outside your house, which I also love for this conversation. Yeah, I feel like. Uh, we're setting things in motion all out. Poltergeist. Speaking of things in motion, we've got these. Oh, we got my some dogs pups have been activated. I know. We got pups today and they're mm-hmm. great. Welcome yeah. to the show, boys. Um, so I watched a Shutter original that I didn't actually. Okay, let me rephrase this. Mm-hmm. Almost every Shutter original I've seen, I've loved mm-hmm. uh, or at least liked. Most okay. of them I really loved, though. They have some form of quality. Yeah, I right? Think, like yeah. they do really. It, 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 yeah, there's a certain quality to it, like an A24. Like if I if I see that logo, or whatever. If I see it's a Shutter original, I'm like, oh, this is probably going to be good. Mm-hmm. Um, so one quickly, I just remembered again that I, I watched uh, the other day. I showed Amanda um, this movie called Haunt, which is a Shutter original. Okay. Haunt is a a bunch of kids go to a college kids go out on Halloween night to a, a haunted house they hear about in like the middle of nowhere and it ends up like the haunted house is kind of like real. Like they start like actually getting stabbed and stuff and then like they have to get out of it. And it's written and directed by the guys who wrote A Quiet Place. Oh, okay. So I, I remember watching it last year and really loved it. I watched it this year. Amanda really dig, uh, dug it, I thought, but um, I liked it this year and I loved it. But I recommend that one. So that's a cool Shutter original I rewatched this year. That mm-hmm. uh, was Haunt. But I watched a new one that I had only heard about recently because I think it came out this year. It's called Teddy. And <laughs> okay. It's uh, it's a cool poster. Um, I think it's got this. It's like a werewolf movie. I've seen this multiple times. Yeah. I'm like, man, that that just like striking yellow background. Right, it's pops. the yellow yeah. that really gets it. Um, it's just like a guy sitting there, and then like a werewolf hand is like grabbing his shoulder. But there's something about it. I kept being like, I gotta watch this movie. Mm. And it was really, it's short. It's 88 minutes. So I was oh, like, perfect. Right, it's good for that. Lion King length. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But um, it's a it's a French werewolf movie. Oh, only, oh. I know. I've only Sacre seen a, a few French movies ever. Um, and they have a different feel to them usually. Mm-hmm. And this one, um, I didn't love it. It, 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 I love werewolf movies. And so I'll watch kind of anything with that. I'm sorry. What kind of movies? Uh, werewolf. Okay. There we go. My bad. I, I think I pronounced that uh-huh. wrong before. Have you seen that movie? A- Wolfcon? <laughs> <laughs> um, but this one is kind of, uh, he's like a teenager. He's kind of not going anywhere. He's like a, a massage therapist, mm-hmm. a job. He's like quit school. He has a girlfriend, 
Um, but she's about to graduate and go to college and she kind of is doing more with her life. And, um, he's kind of looked down as like a loser and stuff, but yeah. he's actually a kind of a cool guy. He like takes care of his aunt who's disabled and he lives with his uncle and he kind of takes care of both of them. Yeah. Um, and then he stumbles upon like a werewolf one day mm-hmm. and gets scratched and doesn't know what it was. He thinks it was like a big dog. And then like all this stuff starts happening to him. Like he'll wake up naked in the morning and be like, what did I do last night? Mm-hmm. And, um, okay, you're going to get wrapped up in this cord, buddy. <laughs> Um, but, um, it has some like gross out moments. Yeah. Um, and some of them are really like, I could not watch them there. Basically he starts like growing hair in weird places. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Butthole. But yeah. Um, and there's like one that he, he finds a hair growing out of his eyeball, like the center of his eyeball Mm -mm. and he plucks it. Nope. And like there were scenes in this that I had to like fast forward. I I literally could not stand to watch them. Was Was it like in the middle of his pupil? The middle of his pupil. Oh no! And it shows like it's like a close up detail of him like getting it. Oh, it's so gross. That's some Golden Glove level shit, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like really just disgusting stuff. And so that was I like. I mean, even it's hard to watch. I like that stuff sometimes. Like it's kind of interesting, but. Mm Um, this was kind of like boring and then like this really gross out stuff or whatever. Mm -hmm. So I didn't love it overall. Uh, this is one of the first shutter originals that I really probably wouldn't recommend that much. Oh, okay. Um, Other people might be into it. Mm -hmm. If you're just like werewolf movie, werewolf movies, I definitely would Mm -hmm. check it out for that. But, um, overall, like it took me four days to watch this in pieces. 88 movie. Yeah. Right. An 88 minute movie. Mm -hmm. And like, I, I couldn't sit there and like, I was just bored most of the time. And uh, Amanda, my wife, wasn't going to watch it at all. So anytime she would come in the room, I would just turn it off because something gross was going to happen, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but it had it had its moments. I think other people might really like it. I, I heard really good things about it when it released. But mm-hmm. uh, for me, it was just kind of okay. So. Did the werewolf look cool? Yeah, and it's it's okay. There's They had some cool stuff where he's like fully transformed mm-hmm. by the end or whatever. And um, he kind of goes on a rampage and stuff. And there's some cool stuff where it's like you just see his like glowing red eyes in the darkness. And it was pretty creepy. Mm-hmm. Um, he's just like walking really slow. The effects, it's like all CG, I think, when he's like turned. And um, they're okay. Um, but I really like a, a good practical werewolf effect, especially, you know. Mm-hmm. So um, so it was like it was all right. But they kind of also like keep him in the shadows a lot. You know, mm-hmm. they kind of just let you like imagine things. And then it's more about like, all right, all this stuff is happening to him, but he doesn't know what's really happening to him. He kind of thinks this is real, but he's like, werewolves aren't real, mm-hmm. you know? And so, um, and everybody in this town doesn't, you know, they, they know that things like sheep are being killed mm-hmm. and they think like a wolf is out there doing it, but um, not like a werewolf. You yeah. Know? And uh, so, yeah, it has, it plays with some cool things, but I don't think it really like stuck the landing for me. Okay. Overall. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Man, that's disappointing, though. I know, right? That poster's like, solid. But I know, it's cool. You know what? Yeah. These poster games are on point. Yeah. So much so, like, I got duped by Malignant. <laughs> Way better poster now, than the movie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, there's another one on there, too, called... Uh, I haven't seen yet, though, called... Um, uh, God, I just forgot, forgot. It's called Good Manners. And uh, it's another werewolf movie that I want to check out. I think I saw that poster recently. Yeah, and so it's another, like... it. Yeah, like holding just, hands or something? Yeah, it's like, like a yeah, hand yeah. holding like a werewolf hand. Uh-huh. And it's like a striking kind of like red and pink and stuff. Mm-hmm. And so that one too, like I was like, oh man, like I, I might want to check that out. And I still will. Um, it's not a Shutter original, but it's a Portuguese movie. Yes, yeah, I saw That's that. interesting. I don't think mm-hmm. you've ever seen a movie from Portugal before. So I was like, I'll check that out, you know, mm-hmm. uh, as well and see what I think of it. But Now, I believe based on what I've heard from David Hopkins from Erie International, they speak Portuguese in uh, Brazil as well. Oh, yeah. So, if it's Brazilian, hopefully oh. we see some nice tan booties. Oh, yeah. So that, that's where I'm at with it. If I don't see 
what a if, delicious tan ass. <laughs> what is like a Brazilian cut bikini butt, right? Yeah. And then it just starts growing hair. And you're like, oh, yeah. You know what? So be it. Maybe I'm meant to it. I don't even know. It's like sticking out behind the bikini. Look, let's try it. I don't know. Um, I don't know what I'm into. Yeah. It, yeah. That'd be an interesting thing to film. Um, so I've watched, outside of our main topic, I've watched mm-hmm. two uh, Shutter originals or exclusives or whatever. Mm-hmm. Right I think on. one of them is an exclusive. I, this next one, I believe, is an exclusive. It's called Jacob's Wife. Have oh, you yeah. seen or heard of this? I, yeah, another poster that, like, yeah, was kind of... It's like a woman screaming or something? Well, it's... Is that the one? It's a, a husband and wife sitting in front of a, a church, essentially. It's, like, one of the main tiles right now on Shutter. if you, like, kind of swipe uh, through there. Oh, um, oh, yeah, and it has Barbara Crampton in it. Yeah. Right on, right she's, on. She's rad. She's from Reanimator, from what that documentary yeah. series told me. Reanimator's a badass, dude. She is beautiful. She's a yeah. beautiful woman oh, when she was yeah. younger. She's still, today. right? Yes. She's great. Damn, she yeah, she's a it. great scream queen. Um, she, uh, she, well, um, let me back up. So, I, a while back, I had gone through and I was looking up, like, horror comedy, and this was in there. I was like, oh, this is going to be, like, a funny hmm. thing. I'll, I'll file all this for later. So, I filed it for this week uh-huh. to watch it. It's not a comedy. There's, <laughs> like, some, like, oh, <laughs> some light, humorous mo- uh-huh. moments in it, but it's not at all a comedy. So, they're playing real loosey-goosey with right it. Like, you know, they need to fill up that category, I guess. Yeah, right. But, um... Like, the general, like, plot of it is she's a preacher's wife. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've been together for, like, 30 years or whatever, and she's, like, kind of in the doldrums of being caught in this routine. Uh, she doesn't really have as much autonomy. Um, she's kind of told what to do and has this same routine and she's, like, caught Good. up in, you know? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. It's like... Keep them under line. Yeah. They let... He, <laughs> Her husband lets her in the kitchen. I'm like, lady, stay out wow. of the kitchen. It's no place for a woman. Yeah. You know? I've been saying that for years. <sighs> Go take a nap or something. You know? <laughs> um, but so she's she's like, yeah, that's kind of her, her role mm-hmm. in this. Her, her husband's like very controlling, um, the preacher, all this stuff. Um, and the uh, one of her like old flames from the small town comes back into town. She meets up with them at this like abandoned like factory or whatever. They were like supposed to meet someone there for some reason. I can't remember, Mm -hmm. but, um, long story short, uh, they, things start to get a little bit heated. Okay. Uh, they start to be some wet friction, if you will. Oh my God. (laughs) And, uh, (laughs) but just like the very beginnings of it. And, uh, anyway, a, a vampire descends upon them. I think she like eats the, the old flame or the, the vampire, He's the old flame, mm. and then bites Barbara Crampton's character, oh, no. the titular wife, and mm. uh, she becomes a vampire. And um, you know, she's married to a preacher. I don't know if you're aware of this, but they are diametrically opposed. Oh yeah, that's not good. What? Mm-hmm. What? I mean, that's kind of humorous in and of itself, I guess. But um, yeah, so it's like the husband like having to deal with this, the 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 wife now like finding a, a new lease on life. If you mm. will, she's uh, empowered yeah. in such a way where uh, when he suggests, well, let's go kill the head vampire and things can go back to being the way they were. You can go back to being the way you were. Mm. She's like, hold up. I love my life. <laughs> I really like how things are going right now. So it's um, a bit in back and forth of that. And then toward the end of the movie, um, uh, there's uh, it, it's interesting to see how things shake out between mm. the two of them and, and where they're at with it. Um, 
you do get to see one boob. Oh. One boob. She brought it back. A Bob- Barbara Crampton boob? Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. hell yeah. Yeah. She still got it. She like picked her favorite. She's like, this one will be in it for this fee. <laughs> um, so that's in there. And uh, yeah, like overall, it was like, I watched it in different like settings uh-huh. or whatever, but I'm, I'm glad I did. I enjoyed it. There is a funny thing. After she becomes a vampire, she has to go to the dentist. Never seen this happen before. <laughs> But she has to go to the dentist. They've got the UV ray oh, light yeah. thing they put up there. She doesn't realize like what's happened to her at this point. So they put it on her mouth. And I believe like if you like uh, click on it to like watch it, whenever it gets to the resume screen, you mm. see this. But her entire mouth is like black uh, because it's like trying to rot from the crazy. UV rays or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, it's very uh, crazy looking. But uh, yeah, overall, I thought Jacob's wife was worth a view. I mean, I watch it just for her because she's, oh, yeah, she's, like, she's in those documentaries and stuff sometimes, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And she just seems like she's so humble for mm-hmm. being a part of like the horror community. Yeah. And um, she's been in like a bunch of stuff that I haven't seen. A lot, yeah. I had yeah, no idea. The 80s and stuff. Mm-hmm. And um, I only watched Reanimator, I think last year for the first time. Mm-hmm. And I have uh, Bride or Reanimator as well on the docket, uh, which I haven't seen. I'm not even sure she's in that one. But um, yeah, she's she's just always awesome and she seems so humble and cool. So yeah, yeah just for that alone. Seems like she enjoys being in the horror space yeah, overall. Yeah, for sure. And it's, I don't know if this has happened before, but she's like the like monster in this mm-hmm. movie. I don't know if she's ever got a chance to yeah, play I that know. before. Yeah, so. Always just cool. been like the final girl or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, chased, tits out. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Now down to just one tit. <laughs> uh, tit out. Now starring <laughs> left tit. Um and then I've got I've got one more thing before we get into the main yeah. topic. Do you have something else? You no, want to yeah, talk? please. Okay, so there's one one movie that I came across on Shutter months ago where I was like, "Am I seeing the title of this movie correctly?" <laughs> Let me watch a trailer. I was watching or viewing the title of this movie correctly. They went for it. I'm gonna have to watch this movie at some point. <laughs> so again, I put a pin in it. Uh huh. Saved it for this week. Very excitedly, because I was like, this movie seems ridiculous, and it's only going to work if they lean into it because they know what it is. And they did, and it was fun. I asked my wife if she wanted to watch it. She was like, no, I don't think so. I was like, well, this is just for me then. So I'm, uh, I watched it over a couple of sittings, but I watched a movie called Slacks, S-L-A-X-X. Oh. <laughs> I would think she'd be into that. It's Deadly Pants. Oh, man. Yeah. It's like, yeah, Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants, but like deadly. But with murder. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> yeah. I, I saw this uh, pop up on my, my Shutter app recently, and I was like so excited to ask you about it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's yeah. amazing. It was bonkers, but they know what it is. Uh-huh. They lean into it, and it works. And I don't know if it was filmed during COVID, but I kind of got this sense of it because there's like a, a gathering of people. It could just be like a small budget film as well, so uh-huh. I don't really know where they stand on like, oh, yeah. when it was filmed and like you know produced and everything. Yeah, but it 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 kind of works in a way. Uh-huh. Like they it's it's nerdy and it's funny, and they like hit the note. Like it's uh uh not unlike. It's like a, a better production value version of like Velocipaster. Oh right? yeah, the, the, right up your alley. Yeah, the pan, like they have to use like people wearing uh, like green costumes or whatever to be like CGI'd out later, oh, yeah. <laughs> so they could like have the pants like in front of them and like puppeteer <laughs> them. But um, it was it was fun. It was a lot uh-huh. of fun. Like there's this. Uh, it takes place in Canada. Well, you know, don't don't shut it don't off know. yet. Uh-huh. Don't don't let that dissuade you. Um, no, I feel like there's like a few different. I think Jacob's wife was also a Canadian production oh, yeah. as well, but so this takes place in like a Canadian 
like clothing store mm-hmm. and I was like how are they going to ha- haunt these pants or whatever <laughs> turns out the cotton that was picked was from mm. uh, some place in like I believe India uh-huh. some place like that so at a certain point being brown plays a role in this movie oh, and I was yeah. like okay fits. Uh-huh. I am with this I, I wouldn't work for me because I, I was not raised with brown people so I don't I don't know any <laughs> of the language uh, which plays a role but um Anyway, like the the cotton that was made, like it was in uh, uh, the the little girl who picked the cotton, and mm-hmm. I don't know, maybe this is a slight spoiler or whatever, but that's kind of the conceit of it. Uh-huh. Is like there was an accident, she uh, got caught up in the cotton processing, and oh, no. is now like haunting oh, the, I the, like the, that. the pants yeah, yeah, that were made from this cotton. So um, that's the the general idea. Uh, you do see people get attacked by pants in this movie, so oh. if you have a phobia of this, <laughs> that's, it'll, it'll happen. It is funny because like the opening of the pants are essentially the mouth. Uh-huh. The back pockets are the eyes. Oh. Okay. So there's a certain point where this uh, this Asian dude he is in the back room. He's like got these pants. The reason everyone wants these pants is like this clothing store that's rolling out this new line of clothing, and it's like the the hottest, like most trendy uh-huh. uh, clothing store in Canada, I guess. Jordash, more or less. Sweet Mossimo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, so uh, they're having like a, a midnight like opening or something oh, okay. like that. And so they're like it's the the night before, and everyone are, is like getting the store ready for like stocking shelves and all this shit. And for the grand reveal, and uh, the the employees are encouraged to not steal, believe it or not, mm. the the clothing there. And everyone takes their turn, like trying on these pants because, like, oh, there's a, a spare pair here. Don't mind if I do. And then, like, it kills this one girl, and then kills this another person. This <clears throat> this guy comes across these pants. He takes them to the back. He's like, oh, okay, now's my chance for whoever puts on these jeans. Like that. That's the the bit of the. The, the pants themselves uh-huh. is it's supposed to be a perfect fit no matter your body oh, type. Oh yeah. So you put these bad boys on. It is like Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants. It is. <laughs> and uh, it tells a different story. Though. Yeah, yeah. So uh, he's going to put on these pants and he realizes they're alive. It, like as he's going to unzip them uh-huh. it like bites off his thumb. Oh no. And then it, he's like oh my god and he uh, looks down at the ground where he's dropped the pants. They have now become animated, and it leaps up, bites his hand, clean off, just awesome. like a, a stub, just like spraying blood everywhere. So it's a very like bloody scene. Uh-huh. And uh, eventually, if you think the pants don't eventually find themselves on a mannequin and then animate that mannequin, <laughs> you out of your goddamn mind. Because of course they do. Of course they do. And uh, yeah, it's like a it's a whole thing. Amazing. It was like a very fun, enjoyable watch. I think this would be like a fun movie. I don't know if you're, I don't really know your, your in-laws taste, but like mm. if you had to watch like a horror movie, this is kind of a fun one because uh-huh. it's so outlandish and ridiculous. Uh, I think Hard the, to be scared by it. Yeah. Yeah. The performances in it are cartoony. The main girl is like pretty good though. She like plays it straight, um, but like not in a, uh, in a way where it's like, oh, she's in a different movie. Uh-huh. It's just like, she's fulfilling that role well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it was, it was fun. It's an interesting watch. I'd probably watch it again. It was just so like awesome. bonkers. Yeah. I love the, the title of it and like the, the picture is just like a, a button jeans. Yeah. Um, I was like, man, this looks like, like it would just be so weird and funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I, yeah, I, I thought it sounded good, but I, I don't know that I would have watched. There's so many things to watch. Uh, I don't know that I would have watched that so one. So many to choose from. So many to choose from. Oh, woof. Woof. Um, but yeah, it, uh, it looks pretty rad. And anytime there's a butt, 
you know, butts are cool. I mean, we're booty bros. Yeah, you know, booty you, bros. You, you got to jump into it. Um, do you think, or, or uh, who do you think would win in a fight between the the slacks pants and the vagina dentata girl from? Uh, I was getting teeth. I was getting teeth vibes <laughs> yeah. from this movie. Yeah, yeah. It's not quite as serious and like dire because yeah, there's yeah, some yeah. like sexual assault stuff in teeth, but like between the two of them, uh huh. Like if she, because if they put it on and she has teeth oh and it has God. teeth, right? This is a classic <laughs> Freddy versus Jason scenario. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. You know, I feel like that would be like a really cool like way to bring them together. Like uh-huh. a Freddy versus Jason. Yeah. Bring the franchises together. Teeth v. Slacks crotch of justice. <laughs> Let's make this happen. <laughs> yeah. I believe we came up with a different movie. Was that now it takes? I think that was. Oh, maybe, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I've already forgotten because we've, we've got some like mm-hmm. like solid solid movie pictures. Yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. They. So oh, film, film industry Dundee. Yeah, yeah, Dundee. Yeah, 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 yeah that's right. <laughs> um, yeah, we're yeah, listen to those outtakes for a, for a great sequel pitch for uh, Crocodile Dundee. Yeah, it's mm. it's literally the best thing yeah, you'll yeah, ever absolutely. hear in your life. Yeah, yeah. I think so. Yeah. I think so. Um, okay. Uh, do you want to pause it here? Yeah, I was gonna say okay. if we could take a break, sure, real quick. Then we're back. Oh. Stephen, we're back freshly from deleting liquid from our bodies and also imbibing <laughs> some liquid. Hell yeah. For we have now taken shots. Oh. Uh, and the dogs are, are playing heavily by the microphone. So that's yeah, good. Yeah, that's all right. That's not anything we can do. We can't just like. Listen, dogs are dogs. Dogs are going to dog. Yeah. We all know this. That's why there's that song like, about it. It's like Snoop. Mm-hmm. This cousin it. <laughs> <laughs> but so now it's time to talk about our main topic uh-huh. which is two things uh as we are well well <laughs> into this episode Oops. every time we do this i'm like i'm gonna keep it short this time and it's like i've got so much stuff to say and then like i want you to talk about it i know and you do and then vice versa look yeah we talk about stuff on the show that's what we do. What do you want? <laughs> Look at that. That's terrible. You're going to go back and like fix that one part. Look, this is... Uh, we literally just took shots, and oh, I'm yeah. already it's, filling it's, it. I know. You I've, I've got no food in my system since like we got to your parents' place last night. Oh, what was yeah. It was like... I think we were eating around 6 or 7 uh-huh. last night. Yeah, it was like 6, 15. Yeah. We got there, yeah. And it's... Uh, in the it's it's noon thirty mm-hmm. right now. You haven't eaten since then? I've not. Wow. Oh, I take it back. I take it back. Okay. Okay. I have had some yeah. toothpaste. Cage. Cage is like I don't think. Yeah. I think he's eaten. He's yeah. guys. I think he's eaten. He's lying. He does not want to be around uh, my yeah. other dog Miles right now. He's like, ah, stop. But I'm glad face. that you guys are on the show. Yeah. But I love dogs. Yes. Uh, we are a dog friendly podcast. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Unless they're being loud, and then it's like, okay, guys, yes. we we gotta Calm cut down. it down. It's only for dad to be loud and drunk on, <laughs> on a show that we published for we, people we, to be annoyed by. We gave everybody shots. Yeah. We, we felt bad, so we uh-huh. gave your dog shots, of course. And yeah. They just were like, so riled up. Mm-hmm. You and I had shots of bourbon whiskey, mm-hmm. and then uh, the dogs had the Pfizer shot. So they are That's going to the vaccine. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. nice. Yeah. yeah. Next shot, Moderna? <laughs> what? I guess? Yeah, just mix them. Switch it up. That's <laughs> a fun cocktail. We all have a good time. Uh, but yes, yeah, so we're going to talk about Random Acts of Violence, which is a oh, Shutter yeah. movie. I is it an that original? That is a Shutter original. Yeah. Okay. Which means that, that Shutter paid to have it produced. Yeah, I wonder. Or they bought it mm-hmm. after it was made, and now it's like their property, though. Okay. You know what I mean? Let me ask you this: mm-hmm. If you were a filmmaker, 
and you made horror movies specifically. Mm-hmm. Would you think I need to have this on Shutter? I because mm. to me this seems like the seal of quality. Oh you yeah, know? I get you. You've made it. You know, mm-hmm. even though there are movies of varying uh, quality degrees on mm-hmm. Shutter, I feel like this is the place that horror fans go to seek out horror. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah for sure. Um, it's the main app for it. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I haven't used Shutter until like recently. Uh huh. And, and it's great, right? I'm just like, oh man. So on my my phone, I've got the the different streaming apps that I have uh-huh. subscriptions to, like listed on there, and I've got them in like order of like uh, kind of importance or mm-hmm. utility. Yeah, like for what me. you use. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Totally. I, like I've got Disney Plus first, mm-hmm. um, because it has like, if I'm being honest, the Marvel movies, which are mm-hmm. is my favorite film franchise. Yep. Even though I own all these movies on iTunes, I do not need <laughs> Disney Plus. But but it's so easy. Yeah, and then it's like it has Pixar on there. You know, it's just like yeah. nostalgia is just all over that app. So Tree House of Horror. Yes, for The Simpsons. Stephen, all of them are on there. Thirty-two seasons of The Simpsons. I just saw on <laughs> FX on our our cable. It said that leading up to Halloween. Mm, yeah. They're gonna do sixteen hours of Treehouse of Horror. Yeah, of like wild. sixteen hours. Oh, this makes sense. I guess so. Yeah, thirty minutes. <laughs> Number one, this is math. Thank you for doing it for me, FX. And then two, th- there's been so many seasons of this that you've got literally two full work days worth of Treehouse yeah, yeah. of Horror that you can watch. It's pretty great. It is pretty fucking yeah, great. Yeah, yeah. And they're all like each of those episodes are anthologies, right? So yeah. each of them have like three stories. Yes, that's a lot of stories. That's a lot stories guys that's the, that's math i can't even do which is all math anytime uh-huh at all times, whether or not yeah. i'm drunk mm-hmm. or not so um i forgot what i was talking about <laughs> <laughs> oh uh, so so the the the, the, the shutter yeah, app yeah, yeah. so i've got um so i've got disney plus and then like uh hbo max etc mm-hmm. yeah. i've got shutter at the end of it but i feel like i'm gonna have to move shutter up to Ooh. at least place three oh, certainly yeah. in front of prime video because yeah. like prime video is like they've got like some stuff on there um i think there's some like quality content but like there's a lot of stuff where it's just like well they bought this as a package deal uh uh-huh. oh yeah through whomever right. you know like just go <laughs> throw it amazon's got more money than god so they don't care yeah. yeah i know and then like there's a lot of stuff that's even going to like uh paramount plus mm-hmm. that's like higher quality than amazon right now so yeah. amazon really needs to like step it up or whatever but uh shutter is just like i'm so impressed with it it's just so much to enjoy there yeah, right you know it's great and mm-hmm. it's cheap and it's like it has the best app out there like best design i think the automatic playing of videos it's so fun which is a thing that just happens on regular tv through right. most <laughs> of reality it yeah. seems like such a novelty to yeah. me i'm like huh this is a thing i'm well, surprised cool no one's this? ever thought of this it's like oh no just turn just... it on and there's stuff playing <laughs> yeah. wow but there's just like interesting stuff that plays yeah. even if it's like not to your taste it it's at least interesting yeah. like oh people like put effort into this yeah and sometimes i'll just find myself just watching like five minutes of something in the middle mm-hmm. of it and i'm just like oh I, I don't think i want to pick this up right away mm-hmm. there's other things to watch but now that i it's just on here i'm like oh this is a cool scene oh yeah. this woman is like drawing on her tit okay uh-huh. i'm gonna watch that with lipstick Whoa. question mark <laughs> yeah. um yeah it's very interesting yeah. to me but yeah i like Shutter, I feel though, can't like can do that where other people can't. Like, I wouldn't necessarily want Amazon Prime or Netflix, they have so much no. variety of mm-hmm. things. 
I wouldn't want them just to play anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, but because it's so, it's just one genre. It's just like all mm-hmm. horror that it like works that well too. So mm-hmm. it's just everything about it is just great. It's interesting about the genre because horror is a genre, but there's mm-hmm. like genres within it. Yeah, you know, like there's horror comedy. There's like slasher movies mm-hmm. which are different from like sci-fi horror which is different from yeah like thrillers or whatever um i'm i'm just really impressed like i feel like i'm turning into a horror fan i love it but i i there's just like i feel like a sponge uh-huh call me bob you know what i'm saying <laughs> i'll be the shit out of scooby-doo i don't even care dude <laughs> but uh there's a, a lot to digest uh-huh there's a lot of um there, uh, i've talked about this on a previous episode, like maybe a year plus ago, where there I went through a list of like all these different movies I haven't mm-hmm. seen or whatever. A lot of them are like cult classics or just like classics in general. Uh, but with horror, there's so many classics within that specific genre. Yeah. That I'm like, what is? Uh, oh, hello. I don't even know what he was barking at. Uh, He's very excited about Shutter too. But the important thing is we've acknowledged it, so it doesn't have to be edited out of the show. There you go. There we go. I don't want to do that. I see the barks on the screen. <laughs> They're right there. I'm not going to edit them out. Um, but yeah, there there are sh- so many like okay, okay, relax, Miles. They're both looking at the garage door. It's fine. I don't. <laughs> Oh, she did come home. <laughs> well, there you go. The dogs were like, she's here. The night she came home. <laughs> oh, very scary. <laughs> um, yes. So, uh, yeah, a lot of horror classics, all the stuff. Uh, look, I'll be honest with you. My wife came home. Uh, we took another <laughs> break there. <laughs> we're going to have to do the little Batman, like, uh... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sound effect. It'll be fine. It's fine. A bat is the scariest of all marsupials. Oh, wow. And if you think it's not a marsupial, <laughs> don't correct me. I've had a shot. Um, yes. So anyway, <clears throat> horror classics uh, are its own thing. There's a lot of stuff I hadn't seen. You know, I just probably stuff but I already said. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you're trying mm-hmm. and you're you're experimenting. Yeah. With lots of different dildos dildos huh and genres yes and dildo genres are my favorite this is true you've Um, got your marble well you've got your uh uh (laughs) drywall dildos i mean you've seen like they have like dragon dildos you've seen that yeah (laughs) yes i have seen that i mean you have some of them i think Uh i assume yeah well i love dinosaurs that's the closest you can get bad dragon that's what it is what bad dragon custom made dildos (laughs) <laughs> oh no these are custom made wow oh my gosh these are like uh these are like pussy pockets pocket uh-huh. pussies pussy pocket but it look look it looks like the demogorgon oh no Things. that's upsetting i don't like it <laughs> <laughs> oh no his mouth is open uh-uh but it feels so good oh. i imagine i don't have one. Oh no oh my gosh that was like green with an eye look we've talked about doing Terrifying. a spicy chicken sandwich uh uh-huh uh episode of the podcast where we try a bunch of different chicken sandwiches right yeah spicy yeah um this is pretty I, spicy this is we need to try the the weird stylized <laughs> pussy pocket version oh my god come tubes what is this <laughs> what who is this This for? episode is sponsored by BadDragon.com. Hey, did we finally get a sponsor? I mean, this should be our sponsor, right? Look at all those weird-ass dildos. 
Weird. Yeah. Hey, you know stuff. what? If it if you're into it, if it chips away at the SoundCloud rent, so we can finally start this cult. That's right. Finally start this cult. We really need to start that. We cult. need this money. <laughs> We're trying to get some tax credits. Um. Anyway, so, uh, yeah. Long story short, uh, I don't, I don't know, I don't know. Help. Should we how start talking about the movie and the comic book? Uh huh. Okay. Good. Yeah. I'll keep us on track. <laughs> okay. <right>? Thanks. <laughs> Random acts of violence. Yes. So. I had seen this movie, I think last year is when it, well, maybe the year before it came out. I think it was a 2019. I think it was a yeah. Yeah, movie. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a Shudder original, and I looked up on their Wikipedia page, and it looks like that the movie was, like, produced, you know, independently. It premiered at Fantastic Fest um, in 2019, and then it was released in Canada by, like, a different company called Elevation Pictures. And then on Shutter in the United States on August 20th, 2020. So it's been out for over a year now. Okay. I watched it. I think that's probably why I watched it. It was last year. So 2020 is when it came out to like Shutter and stuff. I see. Right. So mm-hmm. that makes sense. So uh, I didn't know this was based on the comic book yes. until you talked about it. And it's even in the credits. I see that now. Um, yeah. That it mentions that specifically. But I just didn't really. And it's it's a comic book movie. You know, it's like the, the plot is like uh, a really like violent comic book kind of come to life. They are going on a road trip and they, uh, to like talk about the, their comic book and they're like about to, and the movie, they're about to finish like the finale of it. They're trying to get like the last issue out mm-hmm. and, uh, they go on like a road trip, uh, in America, they're from Canada and they go on a road trip. And then as they're going, someone is like, uh, mimicking the stuff that they've drawn in the book and kind of recreating the murders in these really horrific ways and everything. And, uh, I knew, in the movie, obviously, it's like based on that comic book and stuff, but I didn't realize it was based on a real comic. So mm-hmm. you had found this this year, and then uh, we both read it, which mm-hmm. is pretty rad. So do you want to go in any specific order? Uh, maybe we can just like compare and contrast cool, uh, between the two of them because there are certainly differences, and I've taken notes. I know, right? It's interesting. Um, regarding them. So on the, the comic, I actually bought this. I mm-hmm. think this might have been like a Kickstarter comic that oh, uh, yeah kickstart yeah. on the on the bottom here uh-huh. i think it was originally published by image uh-huh. um yeah i don't know if i i've kickstarted a few of uh jimmy palmiotti and justin gray's mm-hmm. uh comics here and there uh but then sometimes they just show up at my local comic shop so i'll pick them up there mm-hmm. um but i think like the first two projects this being one of them through their company paper films mm-hmm. was one i kickstarted oh, yeah. Um, right but on. don't hold me to it. Also, who cares? No one cares. This, yeah. this is no unimportant information. Yeah, no, no. So, um, yeah, by uh, Justin Gray, Jimmy Palmiotti, they came up with a story and wrote it. And then, uh, was it uh, Giancarlo Caracuso did the art? You did that really well, I feel. Well, my tongue is limbered up now. That's good. Uh, so he did the line artwork, and then Paul Miles did the coloring, and then lettering by Justin Tortolini. I really like. I was really hoping you'd say that. Baguette cover. <laughs> Baguette <laughs> cover by Tim Bradstreet. Um, but it's like a uh, uh, the, the like titular comic, um, and the movie is kind of, from what I could tell, loosely based on. I know that was interesting. Yeah, because I watched mm-hmm. the movie first. You read the comic book first, though, right? Yes. Yeah, I've read Before it twice at this movie. point. Okay. I watched it. Uh, I read it when it first came out. Oh, okay. Mostly forgot about what it was, and then uh, peeled it off my my shelf over here uh, to talk about it at the beginning of this month. Okay, but, um, cool. So you yeah. read this like years ago, then? Yes. Yeah. Right mm-hmm. on. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Because I only knew about it from the movie, so I was wondering the movie. Uh, the way the plot goes, it surprised me. Okay. And and how it kind of like wove the story. Weaved? Mm-hmm. Wove? Woven? Weave? Wove? Wove? Weave? Weft? Woved. Uh-huh. 
man, this is going off Woof. the rails. Um, and I was worried that the comic book would be, I, I was worried it would be like a direct adaptation and like the comic book would have kind of spoiled mm-hmm. it for you yep. or not really even spoiled it because it's like however you want to first ingest the story, I guess, mm-hmm. right? Like, but sometimes the way that you first ingest it and you want to tell a friend about it, you want them to also experience it that way. So like, right. I would have like told someone to like watch the movie because I liked that and then like, oh, this comic book is cool. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's like a pretty different story. Like it's the basic story of like, it's the same like slasher man mm-hmm. uh, guy in a welding mask who kills all these people on the like a stretch of road or whatever to follow the creators of said yeah. comic book right right yeah so yeah. it has like a basic plot line but um it really like there's like different characters involved mm-hmm. and like the way that they even like the main characters like in the movie it's like uh one guy is just the business guy jay is mm-hmm. like just the business dude and the other di- guy writes and draws it and this mm-hmm. one they're like sharing those roles right and so that's like totally different in the dynamics of their relationship mm-hmm. you know uh, but it was cool because they are so different. So I really don't think there's any good way to watch them or read them first or whatever. Like just mm-hmm. uh, however you find this is pretty cool. Yeah, it's know? it's interesting to me to see how they adapted the movie after the comic because yeah, like the little things they like changed here and there and then like expanded some characters, created new ones, uh, did different things with the overall story. Mm-hmm. Um, it, that part of it is interesting to me. It, it's uh, reminiscent of the film version of Civil War in the MCU mm. versus oh, the sure. like, comic version. Yeah. Like, generally speaking, it's like heroes fighting heroes. Yeah, right. Like, that's pretty much mm. what you need. Cap leads one side, Iron Man leads the other. That's the same in both the movie and the comic, but, like, sure. the reasons for it are, are different, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and, and you can enjoy them both for different reasons. Which yeah, is cool. exactly. Yeah, they're, they're telling different stories, but also, like, the same story? Yeah, you can kind of say that. Like, what even is reality? <laughs> So I really like the movie was uh, I'll go through some of the cast and stuff. And can we go ahead and just say like spoilers for both the comic and the and the movie right now? Yeah, of course. Mm -hmm. Uh, So the movie. Everyone died. Oh, wow. You really went there. Huh? (laughs) Most everyone died. Oh, my God. Uh, It's directed by Jay Baruchel, Mm -hmm. um, who I've always liked as a comedian. He's like friends with Seth Rogen and. Um, that kind of crew or whatever. He's been mm-hmm. in a lot of Apatow movies and stuff. I always thought he was really funny. He's, um, he's the lead voice actor for oh, the How to Train Your Dragons right. franchise, which is wild. Yeah. He does a great job. I, lo- I love that series. Yeah, that's wild, though, too, because I forget about that one because I still haven't seen it. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, he's had a very varied career. Um, mm-hmm. He's done uh, Goon, Last of the Enforcers, where it's like a hockey movie with Sean William oh, Scott yeah. that mm-hmm. I've heard really good, really good things about. Um, and he was the writer-director of that one. Um, what? Or Goon in 2011. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then he did Goon Last of the Enforcers in 2017. He was the director and writer of that one. Really? Wow. Okay. Yeah. So it's like, I need to watch more of his stuff uh, that he's actually like, you know, directed and stuff. Mm-hmm. But um, again, like we talked about like last month, I think, or last month, last last week or something about how a lot of like comedy and horror people seem to kind of cross together. Like mm-hmm. there's something about the actors, the directors, like comedians seem to really like horror and stuff and well it's uh, all about like timing right mm-hmm. yeah yeah it's right yeah. yeah to get like the the moments down yeah in a certain way and there's just something about it i don't know why overall like those types of comedians and stuff like mm-hmm. gravitate towards horror stories and stuff but that's why you see cool. a lot of like improv groups starring like jason Voorhees and freddie Krueger. oh yeah you see like, that a lot yeah freddie freddie's really good at it yeah i need an occupation bitch <laughs> Child molester. Oh, whoa, come on. Whoa, 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 whoa. Here we go. <laughs> security we janitor. Yeah, security janitor. Security, get it, get this guy out of here. He's at every show. Um, so this one is starring 
Jay Burchell is in that. He's one of he's like the business dude that I was mentioning mm-hmm. uh, of their relationship. Um, Jesse Williams is the main dude. So Jesse Williams, who's in Grey's Anatomy, but mostly I know him from Cabin in the Woods. Yes. Ugh, fucking like light blue eyes. Straight up hunk. God, he's such a hunk. Yeah. Uh, he. He liked a tweet I, I sent about him one time, so oh my we're god. basically best friends. Oh my god, I, I had know, no I idea. Cool. I said, wow. wow, I just knew this guy from uh, Cabin in the Woods and Grey's Anatomy, but he's he's like, a, like an activist, he's really cool. Mm-hmm. And I was like, but he's actually like this great activist, and he, he liked that, so mm-hmm. we're basically best friends. Wow, I had no idea. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Jordana Brewster. Oh my god. Hottie among hotties, right? Hottie among hotties, but also... Uh, can act. You wouldn't know it from the Fast and Furious she's movies, but oh, yeah, yeah, she's she's really good. I really like her. Uh, mm-hmm. I've been watching the. I've watched the Faculty like twice in the last three days. Oh wow! Okay. I just I love that movie mm-hmm. and always have. Um, and she's great in that, you know. And okay. I thought about that. That's that was ninety eight, and mm-hmm. uh, Fast and Furious was two thousand one. Mm-hmm. The first the Space one? Odyssey. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Gonna be. They eventually went to space. I'm just saying. Yeah, no spoilers. Did. No spoilers. <laughs> they go to space. Uh, so she's in it. Um, I don't know how to say this name. Niam? Niam? N-I-A-M-H. Okay. Uh, Wilson is Aurora, uh, Todd's assistant. So he's like the assistant. She's the assistant. Like the art assistant or whatever? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Jay Burrishell is Ezra. Um, and he's like the best, Todd's best friend, the, uh, who's Jesse Williams, mm-hmm. and then the owner of Hard Caliber Comics. Mm-hmm. So he, he directed this. I don't know if he... Yeah, screenplay by Jay Baruchel and Jesse Chabot, um, who also worked on Goon, Last of the Enforcers, so they've worked together before with that. Okay. Um, but yeah, it's I didn't know how much this would be an adaptation of this book or different, but once I read the book after the movie, I was pleasantly surprised at how different they were, and I mm-hmm. could enjoy them in different ways. Yeah. Uh, but I really like the movie. I like the way that it kind of plays out. Um, I liked it more the first time I watched it last year. Okay. Because it was so surprising to me. Yeah. Um, this year, I still liked it. There's there's some editing choices that I don't really agree with. There's a lot of like fade to blacks and like in and out. Yeah. Black and then a picture and black and a picture. And I don't, mm. some of it worked and some of it was like a little overkill. Uh, but the, the violence really is fucking amped up. The scares are pretty mm-hmm. scary. Yeah. Like there's some jump sort of stuff in there mm-hmm. or even like not even jump, but just more of like really fucking creepy. Yeah. Uh, a creepy vibe to it all, you know? And, uh, it yeah. was cool. So I, I liked it. I was curious about your thoughts about it though. Uh, it was, uh, different than what I expected because I had just read the comic, like at the beginning of this month and then gotcha. going into this movie, I wasn't sure how closely it was going to be. Uh, adapted mm-hmm. and you had mentioned when we spoke previously that there are four main characters instead of just two yeah. and i didn't know what like in what capacity they mm-hmm. would be involved um one of the characters has a uh girlfriend in the comic and i thought okay well they've expanded that role and given that mm-hmm. to jordana brewster because i mean look at her yeah uh she's very very attractive <laughs> woman but also she, she should still get it man. She, she was oh like oh my gosh I really like enjoyed her performance in uh-huh. this. Like she was like, "Oh, I can act in this." Mm. I oh, I get to. I get not yeah. just be the pretty face. Look, but. I love the Fast and Furious movies, but yeah, like, yeah. no one's gonna win any awards <laughs> for acting there. But um, it's, it's nice to see like a different shade of an actor's sure. like abilities or yeah, whatever. Yeah. So I really enjoyed like all the scenes between her and Jesse. Did you say it was Williams? Yeah. Last name. Mm-hmm. Um, where they like got into arguments or whatever. I was like, oh, this feels real. Oh, I know. Yeah. I've, I think I've been, I think yeah, I've had yeah. this conversation before or, you know, something along that drawing a lot of murders lately. Yeah. Well, you know, it's just something I gravitate toward, <laughs> yeah, you know, totally. you know, it's just you've been like, really into horror lately. Yeah. Look, I'm just like, yeah. uh, it's fine. It's fine. Glorifying it's, male violence. It's, it's your number one shtick. 
Yeah, that's okay, right? Yeah. People I like think it's, it. I think it's fine. I've looked at Twitter. People seem to like <laughs> Yeah. People seem to think it's okay. Um but yeah, I, I liked her a lot. Uh the 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 other uh female lead, mm-hmm. um, there's there's no like version of her in the comic. Yeah, yeah. So she was like totally new. Yeah, in the comic there's like a dude that drives them around. That's like the closest thing, but he's barely a part of it at all. He's, he's like, literally just a driver. Essentially like yeah. uh it's kind of like a tour guide slash manager in a way. Yeah, like he's like scheduling them yeah. for things, but that's pretty much it. Like, yeah. he doesn't really interact with the rest of the story. Mm-hmm. Uh, he just kind of is there for some of the story. I like the the difference between the two of those is the in the comic, they are just launching it, and mm-hmm. it becomes like a, a number one totally hit. Totally different. Yeah, very, yeah, yeah. very quickly. That was so, so interesting. It catches fire, like... And I believe, like, in the, the comic, they are published through Image Comics, which mm-hmm. this was. Um, and it it catches and on. It's, like, all independent, though. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's its own label. Mm-hmm. Um, and then um, it, it's kind of like uh, the the comic saga, like, really mm-hmm. caught on oh, yeah, with, yeah. with uh, audiences. Gotcha. So it's, it's like <clears throat> that level of independent success. Mm-hmm. Um, so in the comic, that's like the first issue drops and it's like a number one hit. People fucking love it immediately. Whereas in the movie, the comic's been out for a while and he's yeah. like trying to figure out the ending of his series, essentially. Yeah. And it's just like one cartoonist. He, he writes and draws everything. Mm. Um, so I, I thought that was like an interesting difference, but it works both ways to me. I know. Right. Yeah. Like it feels good in the comic, but I like how it works in the movie where it's like they're trying to finish mm-hmm. it. And there's also a lot of backlog in yeah. there for the guy to copy off of mm-hmm. and the comic it's more of like there's like a misprint or something about this contest where they're like tell us your your craziest kill and if you win yeah. the contest we might include that kill and draw it mm-hmm. and then they misprint that into like kill someone yeah. in the craziest yeah. way and we'll include that and that starts off some people and in the movie it's more of like the guy just kind of gets re-inspired mm-hmm. by their drawings but it's been out for years or whatever mm-hmm. And that's such an interesting, like, dynamic change between the comic and the movie. Mm-hmm. But they yeah. work, yeah, they both work, like, in their own ways. For uh, Jordana Brewster's character, I thought it was very interesting that he is writing this comic based on um, actual murders that, yeah. that take place. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's like that in the comic, right? I feel like they just kind of made it up, right? Yeah. I feel like in the comic, the killer is basing himself on the comic's that he's reading. Yeah, yeah, Like, he's yeah. inspired by the comic, whereas in the movie, the comic is inspired by this killer. And then inspires him later on. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, so, uh, Jesse like Williams... extra layer there. Yeah. yeah. And Jesse Williams' character is, um, not really, like, a defender of the killer, mm-hmm. but he's, like, telling his story through the lens of that, whereas Jordana Brewster, she's starting her own, mm-hmm. like investigation is she a like a journalist or something i guess like yeah that? she's writing a book but i guess like a, a journalist book, yeah. sort yeah. of thing that's why i couldn't remember it was yeah, a yeah. book without pictures yeah you're, yuck gross you're never gonna read that so yeah so but i mean i, I guess if she wants to come to my house and read it <laughs> but um but yeah she that would be the first way you're gonna read a book because uh-huh. if jordana brewster comes here and reads it personally to you yeah that's a good idea i'll just lay on a big bag chair oh and just be like mm, just tell me yeah mm, pretty lady <laughs> um but yeah, she she wants to tell the story for her book on uh, from the perspective of the victims, and yeah, they yeah, get yeah. to a heated argument exchange. And I'm like, well, very much like Civil War. Mm. I see there are good people on both sides. Okay, mm. <laughs> good people on both sides. <laughs> so uh, I thought that was interesting. Gives mm. that character because in the comic, honestly, they do not develop female characters very oh, well yeah, at yeah. all. 
which is weird because I think Pamiani and Gray in the past and like their work through like DC Comics and and whatnot, they're usually pretty good about representing female mm-hmm. uh, characters pretty well. But I don't know if this is just like an artifact of its time or it's just like based yeah. on a specific horror idea or maybe it's just like at the time it was mainly just like dudes who made comics and then like if mm. one of them has a girlfriend she's gonna be bitchy or whatever i'm not saying yeah. it's okay it's good what they're doing. it's yeah, just yeah. like that's that's what it was that was the role i feel like almost it's kind of like it could be like a little meta where they're like trying to make a comment on the fact of the comic book they're making in the comic book mm-hmm. is so like misogynistic yeah and against females that their book also is that way Mm -hmm. to be like you are also getting entertainment from the same thing you realize that as the audience right right yeah so it's kind of like a wink a little bit Uh, okay yeah yeah. i can see that yeah we'll go Uh, with that i mean right because the first time you see her she's just like topless she's just like in panties and it's just like oh cool Mm -hmm. that's just how this is gonna go no yeah that was fine that was fine with that part yeah (laughs) i love just drawing butts man it's fine you know what (laughs) if that butt becomes hairy because she's turning into a dang old werewolf I will do it. That's what it is. Um, you don't think I've, I've messed with Harry Butts before? I've messed with Harry Butts before. Uh, it's fine. Yeah. We've all seen them. It's like my whole... Don't look at my Your YouTube whole? account. Yeah. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Um, but like you have notes? Did you write notes I've, I've for, taken some for the notes. movie or for uh, both? For the, for the movie, but um, anything I noticed from the comic, I would jot oh. down as well. Um, the the thing I noted about like whenever it was trying... The, the movie specifically was trying to... Uh, interact with like the comic book world mm-hmm. um like when uh jesse was like coming up with stories for the comic and was trying to show that via animation in the movie yeah i thought the animation was a little bit rough but also yeah. i feel like it was a small budget so yeah, i'm not gonna right? hold that that shit against it it's just like stuff i noticed that was one thing in particular though, the first time i watched it i totally accepted that and mm-hmm. i was just like oh this is small budget it's cool and this time it took me a little bit more out of it for some reason hmm. even though i knew it was coming yeah um there was something different about it and even like i thought the art in this book uh was way better than the art in the movie Stephen, yes of the comic right uh-huh. Uh-huh. like it was so it felt so simple in the movie uh, i thought that, that was really interesting of why that was a specific note that i put which was uh they could have found a better artist for the comic pages yeah and yeah. as i was i took that note i set my phone down like half an hour <laughs> later i was like wait this is on a comic book i know like, i could have just sense. they could have used either that same like artist combination <laughs> yes the, the, totally the uh illustrator and um the colorist yeah or they could have just used panels from this comic yeah, like you know, have a comic you literally could just use look yeah, yeah as someone who amateurly makes comics i will do this shit very cheap yeah <laughs> But it will look like an actual comic. This is the the way it yeah. was laid out in the movie. I can always tell when there's a, been a manufactured comic for a movie. Mm. They do it in uh, the movie Logan, which mm. is uh, Wolverine, mm. whom I told should be the next Crocodile Dundee. I hope so. Man. I don't know. I heard, I heard it on an excellent was, podcast. Yeah, 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 me too. You might have listened to Iotex. I don't know. <laughs> but uh, I've in that movie, there's a comic that's based on the, like, adventures of like the x-men characters in that reality or whatever Uh but it's drawn by joe casada who's the like chief creative officer of Mm -hmm. marvel and is inked by dan panosian who's also like a long time like comics guy but for whatever reason in the movie it looks so weird like Mm -hmm. oddly manufactured yeah right like it's it's strange like i like the artwork a lot but it doesn't it doesn't look like a comic book there's Mm. something slightly off about it Yeah, yeah yeah um so but again, I, I don't know how much time they had to work on this budget. Yeah. Like, maybe they 
already spent the money like getting the rights from these creators right. to be able to tell the story. They were like, well, we don't have enough money to like pay this guy a page rate to draw mm-hmm. these like eight images or whatever. Um, but it does. If I'm being honest, I don't <laughs> think that the artwork is there for it to be like the number one like horror comic or whatever. Oh, yeah. But yeah. I do like the lettering choices in it. Like whenever okay. it has lettering on there, I was like, oh, that's a solid font. What about whenever they do the lettering in the cartoon sequences, the animated sequences? Does uh, that I work think, for you? I think that's similar. Uh, yeah. And I, I think that font choice is good, but I uh, just like the animation. Like any yeah. of the like, visual uh, elements of like characters that are like mm. supposed to be drawn in this doesn't work for me. I'm not going to hold that against the movie. Again, like I don't know what their budget was. They, they got bigger shit to do. Yeah. I think a lot of the like kills they do mm-hmm. look good on screen. Yeah. And it's better to put the money toward that if we're being oh, honest, totally. right? Yeah. So, oh, yeah. Some yeah. of them are heartbreaking too, man. Budget limitations. Yeah. Be what they are. Like, okay, I see where you're Yeah, and it's almost like to think of it instead of like it's like based on the comic book and they have to make the, the best animation for this. Mm-hmm. It's like they really did the animation probably because they didn't have the budget to live action mm-hmm. film it. Yeah. And so they're not really going to put a whole lot of money to the animation either. They're just trying to like mm-hmm. show some flashback sequences without going to a church and filming there or whatever. Yeah. So yeah, it even makes more sense, you know. Yeah. Um. Let's see. The uh, I thought the the title sequence was awesome. Oh, was, I like, love that. Once it gets to it, and it's like yeah, random acts of violence and all that stuff it has to, like the actors' names and um all of that stuff directed by Jay Baruchel. Um. I love that it's in like CMYK colors yes. and then like yeah. RGB colors. Ruth Gator Binsberg, we all know. Um, I like all that shit. Yeah, it's I cool. It it's like cool uh, the music is like pulsing behind it. Mm-hmm. It's just it's like all rock, and it just sounds like badass. Like mm-hmm. I remember that, that the first time I watched it, I was like so struck by that. I was like, oh yeah. man, I'm like in for this movie. Yeah. And uh, knowing Jay Baruchel from comedies and stuff, and then being like, oh, he's he gets it. Like that was like the first thing I was like, mm-hmm. oh, this is gonna be rad. Yeah. Uh, and it really kind of sets the tone. So I'm glad that you like that, too. I was wondering. With that pulsing, it reminded me of more of a modern version of like a John Carpenter score. Mm-hmm. And that yeah. like uh, I think mainly uh, because I recently saw The Thing and mm-hmm. there's like some of that like pulsing. Yeah. yeah. Um, like low bass type of like sure. synthy noises. And that's what it reminded me of. Or maybe that's in reference to yeah. Carpenter's work or something. Totally. Like yeah. That. But it totally works, though. So there's something about like uh, synth music mm-hmm. that i associate with two things which is like synth wave type of stuff like uh like a duran duran or even oh, like yeah. a more modern version would be like churches uh-huh. but also horror yeah, which is yeah. like totally <laughs> other side of the coin you know yeah but it, it all works yeah, yeah i really like how it works i really love synth music yeah because I'm of go, those reasons i want to go back and rewatch drive because the first time i watched mm-hmm. it i was like not into it i didn't really care for the score but i didn't really that was like the first time i'd really like oh, listened yeah. to a modern version of that type of music yeah, yeah, yeah now i want to go back and rewatch it just to see if like that'd be if, interesting yeah if i have better context for it you know yeah mm-hmm. or better taste mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. no i certainly not <laughs> people know me by now no i don't have better taste so in the, I want to talk about the book real quick because yeah. um, it was secondary to me, right? Like I, yeah. I saw the movie first, I liked the movie first, and then I, I read the book, mm-hmm. and it felt uh, a lot more s- simple, so much simpler than the movie. Very simple, plot, yeah. Right? Like it, I think it, the the comic is about three issues worth of content. Yeah, roughly. yeah, yeah. Um, and it's pretty basically like I said, it's like they have this comic they've just started, and mm-hmm. then they put out this contest, and it kind of gets misprinted, and so people are like kind of spurs people to like start murders or whatever mm-hmm. based on this kind of vibe this is like gross skinning people alive and all this kind of crazy yeah. shit whatever but in the movie it's like so much bigger and i i was the the second time i watched the movie 
I knew it was happening, and so it made a lot more sense. But I wondered if you kind of guessed as they went along and short, we're showing flashbacks of like the little kid and the mom being murdered at Christmas and everything. Mm-hmm. And in in my head, when I first watched it, I didn't realize that was gonna be him as a kid. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't connect that. Yeah. Uh, more because the kid is like it seemed like really like black. And yeah. Very Jesse dark Williams skin, yeah. is mixed, uh-huh. and as an adult, he definitely looks like a lot lighter skinned than mm-hmm. the kid did. And so I didn't like connect that they were the same person. Yeah. I thought they were just following this first woman. You know, and then yeah. like, her child also happened to be there. But I, it's, it becomes a much bigger story where he has been involved with this killing. And like you said, like in the comic book, it's like they just created this character and then people right. are using that as art influences life. Mm-hmm. But in the book, it's like life influenced art influences life again. Yeah. And it's like you find out that he was, you know, there's a little child in the very beginning. And the guy, once he wrote the comic book, the guy was like, oh, I'm, I get my, my fix. I don't need to kill people because I get mm-hmm. to see all this crazy shit. And then you were going to stop it. So I had to restart it. And like, it's just such a weird thing. Mm -hmm. And I like how much more complicated the story is in the movie. I think I I liked that stuff before I read the comic, you know, I do too. Yeah. I like the, the added complexity that the movie has. Um, there's something about the comic. I just enjoy overall. I think it's Mm -hmm. like just the aesthetics of it. Sure. That is pleasing to me. Um, but yeah, I do like the, I, okay. Whenever you said the, uh, the killer, like in the movie, the killer is, like, while I was just living vicariously through mm-hmm. your comics and now it's ending, I did not pick up on that. Okay, I was, right was going to ask you, I was like, wait, what is it? Yeah, yeah. What's my motivation? Yeah. Um, but now I get it. And that's, uh, I'm still digesting it. Um, he says something about yeah. it in the end, whenever uh, Jesse Williams is like at the table mm-hmm. and like all of his friends are dead around him mm-hmm. at the table and everything. And the guy says something to him, I think it's that point, that he's like, you know, like you started drawing these things and I was like, kind of flattered or whatever that you were doing it and then I, I kind of got my fix that way and then I heard you were stopping it and I figured well every artist needs inspiration so you're probably not in, you know you're not having any inspiration right now mm-hmm. you need to be inspired so I, I had to kill all your friends mm-hmm. to show you like how and I was like oh my god that is so fucked up yeah okay okay <laughs> that recontextualizes right things on, for yeah. me I don't know how or why I missed it the first right time on. but I did and uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah that's fucked up because in the comic, I believe the killer is just like totally disconnected. I think from, he's just a dude, right? Yeah. He's just a fan. Yeah. Just a guy who is yeah. a, a fan of the comic and is inspired by it. I don't know if he was already a serial killer. I don't I remember, remember. I read the book over a few days, so I don't remember the very, very beginning of it, but I feel like it was kind of a, a separate thing. Mm-hmm. And the, like the book was just kind of made and then it inspired these people to do these killings. Kind of like in, in comics, it's uh, kind of assumed that, Batman created the Joker in that, like, if there was no Batman, there wouldn't mm-hmm. have been a Joker or any other supervillain that mm-hmm. uh, hangs around Gotham. It's just like, oh, there's a costume character. It's checks and balances, sure. more or less. It seems like checks and balances are way off if there's, like, 500 villains versus one, like, rich dude. <laughs> but okay, whatever the fuck. Yeah. He's got a lot of money. So. But it's it's based on money. Right, yeah. That's so how it is. Yeah. He has a lot of money. You gotta have a lot of villains. For every $10, you yeah. get a supervillain. <laughs> and he's got a fucking lot of them. But in this, I feel like it's um, because the comic was created, there's this guy, like, part of this dude's brain was unlocked. He's like, well, yeah. I guess I'll just be a serial killer? I guess so, right? Yeah. Well, somebody's got to do this. What spurred what, right? Yeah. Like, was he going to do this anyway? And Mm -hmm. I I like, like, in Scream, you know, it's like, uh, movies don't create killers. Movies make killers more creative. Oh, yeah. Right? So Mm -hmm. it's like that kind of idea. And I like how they play with that in both the book and the movie. Mm -hmm. Um, But in the movie, again, it's a little more complex, Mm -hmm. you know, but I like how it's kind of like they're inspiring things in real life and it's like terrifying once it's off the page. Yeah. 
and then and then what's happening to your people you know yeah you know uh that's way worse and stuff but um it's so fascinating of that argument of like would this guy have been anything without mm-hmm. this comic would that would he have never been inspired to kill anybody or like i think a lot of horror stuff is like cathartic in a way that it's like you get to live out these things either as the victim or the pursuer and stuff mm-hmm. uh, um that you get to live those out and not you know go do them right like right. you can watch somebody murder someone and be like well i'm never going to murder someone because i just got to see that kind of live through mm-hmm. it if that is your inclination right or you empathize with the victim and you're like i would never do that obviously because i'm a victim or blah 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 yeah um and this one it really blurs those lines and it's like who's creating who and mm-hmm. is it bad to create a, a violent comic yeah you know it's just it's just art it's just whatever mm-hmm. you can take it or leave it you don't have to read it yeah but also would they have been around without it yeah yeah it's an interesting question sure um and it doesn't really get answered in the in either version Basically, it's it, just right? all fucked up yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Your, your girlfriend's getting butchered in front of you and it's gonna be bad mm-hmm. yeah yeah uh, but I feel like in the book, again, because it's less complex, the movie really like the book is kind of like it's about a violent comic book. And then there's this real violent stuff, but it's more of just like the story of it around there. And the yeah. in the movie, I felt like you really get some of those visceral thrills of watching a horror movie. Mm-hmm. And uh, in the book, I didn't really get that. It's more of like, oh, here's the aftermath of this thing. Mm-hmm. But in the movie... Like, specifically the scene where uh, the three, like, college kids are driving home and they have a flat tire. Mm. And the way that he gets out of the car and he's, like, beating himself in the head. Yes. And then he just runs at them. He's trying to psych himself up. Psych himself up. I don't... I I noted that. I was like, I don't feel like I've seen that in other slasher movies. And then he, like, finally gets the nerve and then runs over there. And Mm. the way he stabs that dude in the passenger seat, like, 45 times. It's a lot. It is Mm. so gruesome. And that's why, like, knives to me are so fucking bad because Mm. it's just... That's how it really works. Like in real life, is like you just keep stabbing. And yeah. It's not like a oh, you get stabbed once in the chest and you die. It's like yeah. they're gonna stab you as many times as possible until you stop moving. Yeah. And it's so horrific. Mm-hmm. Um. And the lead up to that and watching him psych himself up mm-hmm. was something you didn't go from the book really. Yeah. And it's so visceral in the movie. Um. That it just really throws me off. You know. It's the extra factor of creepiness to see yeah. someone like I've I, like we know as the viewer. Oh, he's definitely going to kill them, but. Seeing him psych himself yeah. up, that's just like talking yourself into a terrible yeah, right? decision. It's, it's like, like, should I have this donut? Mm. Yeah, a little bit different. <laughs> yeah. But uh, man, yeah. yeah, that that part was like the most unsettling. Like, that was even, my favorite unsettling I, moment. Yeah, 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 I mean, the the movie and the comic are both called Random Acts of Violence. Yeah. So I was expecting violence, but like the psyching yourself up to commit that violence yeah. is psychologically more damning than sure. the violence to me. Like, you don't... You don't really see like Jason Voorhees like in the woods, right. just like walking back Should and forth, like, like stretching beforehand, you know. But, Should I just go home and watch TV? Yeah, I guess gotta go t- kill these teenagers. Hey Siri, remind me to look up Netflix. <laughs> it's a thing people seem to be like uh, enjoying or whatever. Um, can we talk about the gas station guy? Oh yeah, the gas station guy. He's fucked he, up. He's just like hey, he he's might a- be the most disturbing part of this movie. <laughs> just like they, the four of them show up in their car to get gas. And he's gas station attendant guy just sitting out front in regular clothes in like a lawn chair. And he's like hawking loogies as he's like talking to them. So gross. Then they go inside the gas station and it's just like run. There's like barely anything. Hardly any light in this. He has like clamped on lights to the shelves. Yeah. Like yellow, yellow bulbs, like Uh, orange bulbs. Yeah. Like, oh, my God. It says if you were to wrap a light bulb in wax paper. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. And just use that for illumination. Um. Maybe 
That's why the minions are yellow. Oh. Illumination. Is this an illumination? Is that what the... Oh, I didn't I like think the animation. So. Real quick aside, <laughs> I just heard recently that the movie Tusk by Kevin Smith uh. is an A24 movie. So let's all just... Let's all just sit in that. Wow, okay. That's weird, right? Yeah, that's weird. Mm-hmm. Is it really one or is it like like one? Uh, Well, let's let's look it up. Yeah. Look it up, Hibbert. Look it up. Clap, clap. Um, Hey. Because I just wonder if they would be involved with Kevin Smith. <laughs> but maybe it's weird enough for them. Off-putting enough. Uh, let's see. Let's mm, see. Let's pudding. see. Mm. Mm, yum. What kind of puddings do you like? You like tapioca? Okay. I, like, I like to tap that yoka. Um, <laughs> so on A24films.com, it has their logo right over Tusk. Watch that out. is wild. I did not know that. Crazy, right? Wild. Mm-hmm. It kind of fits. From this studio that brought you Midsummer <laughs> and Hereditary, we present Tusk. <laughs> yeah. The walrus movie with Justin Long. <laughs> A little different. Yeah. Um, but let's go back to the flashbacks that you had mentioned. Yeah. Um, yeah, I didn't, I didn't pick up that... That was a young Jesse Williams character. Okay. I don't remember anyone's names. Todd, but yeah. Todd? Todd. Like from The Fox and the Hound? <laughs> okay. Same character. Sure. Oh, it all makes sense. It's part of the Toddverse. Um, but yeah, I didn't realize that was him either. But to be fair, the flashbacks are very quick. Flashbacks. They are, okay. Literal yeah, yeah. flashbacks. Yeah, 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 Because they are just quick little hits of like yeah. pink screen. Color, yeah. Yeah. More than anything. And yeah. it was just like, wait, where, where is this? I... I got That's the sense. Though. I got the sense that it was some type of flashback, but I wasn't sure if it was something that he was seeing or because it was. It often happened in scenes where yeah, he was with other people. Just random, right? So, so I wasn't sure if it yeah, was yeah. like something he was identifying with personally that's a good way to put it yeah because that's why i didn't know the first time i watched it i was like i totally didn't get that but then the second time i know it and i'm like this is so obvious yeah to me that it is him yeah um but that's why i loved the movie the first time because it really threw me for a loop and i was like oh my god he's been a part of this since he was a little child yeah and he like blocked it out and yeah. didn't even know he was doing this and mm-hmm. stuff um, so that's cool to hear like it, it, it does i think it is because it's not just like you see a picture or like a he's him on screen and then he like looks up in the sky and it like yeah it's just like he's amongst other people and it just shows this thing real quick mm-hmm. and so maybe there's not as much connection unless you know what it is yeah and i don't feel like the character quite knows why he's having those yeah. flashbacks either right so it's not like there's i don't know his reaction based mm-hmm. on seeing that flashback yeah. isn't like a one-to-one to me yeah and i think it's because the first time we see it that i remember is um Jordana Brewster has that binder of all the stuff, the mm-hmm. I-90 killer, and she, the other chick is drawing the dog with the barbed wire wrapped around it, which is pretty horrific. Poor doggo. Yeah. Um, and then she's, like, telling her about, like, the first kill or whatever, kill yeah. zero. And then I think it's the first time we see the flashback of the mom, at least, like, opening the door and stuff for the guy, like, coming in or whatever. So it's like you don't even connect it with him at all mm-hmm. the first time you see it. And then I think the other ones are kind of just interspersed randomly, so. Yeah. Yeah, uh, it kind of makes it work a little better. It's not until later in the movie where they really spend some time in that flashback where I was like, oh, okay, so this is him yeah. as a child. And gotcha. that was like, boy, that was a wild yeah. flashback. Like the whole, oh, the fucked up. whole scenario to me was just like, what? What? And it's at Christmas. Was that upsetting to you, Brent? Do you want a note for that? I want you to look at the <laughs> note I've... Fucking Christmas throw up emoji. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> I was like... This fucking Stephen Fisher. Oh man, he it, like, lured me to a Christmas too, right? movie. It like opens on a wreath on a door or whatever. Like I like, must have blocked movie. that out. Yeah. I had no idea. And the second I saw it, I was like, oh yeah. I think like Brent's when gonna hate this. when he in the present day goes back to his old right his childhood home. 
yeah. he, he goes there there's a wreath on the door but it like has guts on it or whatever mm. and i was like oh this is not good this is like a different version of the nightmare before christmas yeah than a real nightmare mm-hmm. i'm like i don't know which one i like better like tim burton didn't have anything to do with this one so, <laughs> so at least that's better i don't hear this wreath <laughs> singing so i guess that's good uh but yeah 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 and they're in mcbain the the town or whatever that he grew up in but didn't really really remember and he see they stop really quick like by that house mm-hmm. i think it's when they almost like run into that van and they like see the house and then he like looks at it weird but that's pretty much it right like you don't get a ton of it i think once i knew that what was going to happen all those clues were like right there mm-hmm. but i think they did a pretty good job of hiding them throughout the movie so you kind of do get some kind of reveal later on yeah and especially because i read the comic beforehand and the towns they go to they're just like touring their comic uh, yeah. around they're like doing signings for like the first or second issue or mm-hmm. whatever and so they're just like going to like uh they're on a tour route yeah. you know driving from one comic shop to another and there's nothing about like going to one of their hometowns or whatever yeah right, right? Yeah. yeah it's just like kind of random just wherever and the killer is just following them yeah on the route um so it it didn't even click with me to acknowledge that um do you think it's weird that the town is named mcbain but there's no reference to the simpson character now that you mention it, mm-hmm. um, I do think that's weird, and mm-hmm. I think they they should have at least had like an up and atom, yes, you know, yeah, in there, so we would like get it a little bit better. But mm-hmm. that's okay. We we know, yeah, you know, true fans of The Simpsons, yeah. There's you know. subtext there, yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure, uh-huh. for sure, yeah. Um, but yeah, I I like how it all kind of plays out, where it's like you get these little like bits and pieces of things that you mm-hmm. kind of have to put together, and then he's kind of putting it together at the same time, you know, yeah. Yeah, I like how it's, like, parted out, and he's, uh, like you said, putting it together. But my brain was trying to connect a dot that is <laughs> currently whiskey-fueled. Um, there's something about, uh, there's a, a long, uh, continuous shot, or at least, like, mm-hmm. edited together to appear continuous at the hotel, oh, where yeah. it starts out with conversation between jesse williams and mm. jay baruchel and then it moves over to um the assistant yeah, character yeah, yeah. and then it moves over it's to jordan brewster mm-hmm. and it's i like that i like when they do that oh, I, yeah, yeah. I can only imagine how technically difficult that is even mm. if it's multiple shots stitched together just like having the ability to seamlessly integrate yeah, yeah. those shots together is impressive to me i always like oh yeah like that. yeah oh yeah those are always super cool and then it leads into like that it's not a, such a crazy kill, but I like the effect of it as like kind of a jump scare sort of thing where uh, the girl, the assistant, is drawing out on the picnic table outside the motel, mm-hmm. and she sees the van, and you think like, oh my god, the guy's in the van, and then yeah. he sh- like the, shows her, and he's right behind her, uh-huh. and he like grabs her immediately, and it's so fucking creepy. It's, Ugh, it's creepy, off. and it seems very real in that like he's not like Michael Myers in that he's like... Yeah supernaturally strong or whatever the case may be like he's like struggles like she's a small girl he's a big guy but like he still has to like struggle to Mm -hmm. like i think he breaks her neck or something like like, on the ground yeah yeah and it's uh it it seems very like real and grounded yeah that movie universe yeah 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 Yeah, and it really works um and then also there's a lot of like i keep on jump scares but they didn't really like make me jump necessarily Mm -hmm. they're just they were inventive ways to show like him out of nowhere yeah that i thought were really effective and um, there's a scene where he like they wreck their car when they're trying to get away from him. He shoots the family in the in the car, which is fucked up. Yeah, and he can't yeah. even look at the little kid when he's shooting him. Mm. That part was really like well done. Again, yeah. he's like psyching himself up, but he can't even really do it all. Yeah. Uh, but then they wreck their car, and he takes Jesse Williams and Jordan Brewster, 
and she's like fully given up. She's like, we're going to die right now. Mm. And she's, it's a really emotional, like greatly acted scene. I thought between mm. her and him. Um, and then he's like, no, we have to try to escape. And she runs off. They're like in a junkyard or whatever. And she sees the cop car, like the lights on the highway next to them. And she runs at it and there's like a chain link fence and she's stuck. And she runs a little bit more, and he just jumps out of the bushes, like, from where the chain link fence was. Yeah. And you don't expect him to be there. Uh-huh. And then she's, like, fighting him and stuff, but it's so brutal. Mm-hmm. Uh, all of that, I thought it was just so well done. She got, like, impaled in her shoulder oh, by yeah. that branch or yeah. whatever. I was like, Mascoose? What just happened? <laughs> yeah. This is the speed at which you would have to run at a branch. <laughs> but, like, she was, like, fleeing, so it's, like, yeah, yeah, so believable maybe. that she was, like, hauling yeah, ass yeah. and, like, your adrenaline's pumping or whatever. Sharp, sharp enough. And, yeah. yeah, and then it, like, punches her shoulder. I'm yeah. like, oh, no. That's not oh, good. No. Oh, no. You can't bowl anymore. No. Yeah. Oh, my God. And if you're a vampire and that hits you in the heart, oh, there's nothing you can unless do. Unless you have a bone cage over it or Did whatever. you say you can't bowl anymore? Yeah. Steven, I want to go back to that. That was <laughs> hilarious. People need to acknowledge <laughs> how funny that was. That was good. I like that. Um, let's talk about the radio interview that he does. Oh, God, yeah. So Jesse Williams, at one of his stops, he goes to, I think maybe they're in his hometown at this point. They might be right around there, yeah. It makes sense. Yeah. yeah, and he's doing an interview on the radio with this like local radio station. Very local. It's like in some dude's like, bedroom or yeah, something right. like that. I thought it was a podcast at first until someone Same. calls in, and I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, you can't call in on a podcast. Yeah. Everyone <laughs> yeah. knows this. Yeah. Fucking try it. Um but he's he's given this interview and it ends up going like awry mm-hmm. when the the host is he pulls a weird out of his own wallet he pulls a picture of a oh, yeah. a, a person that was murdered mm. that Jesse Williams has based his comic upon and he it's like some weird gotcha journalism that's oh, happening yeah, yeah. right there mm. and then like there's a, a phone call as Jesse Williams is like this interview's over he's like well before you go. Let's yeah, take right. this weird phone call. Yeah. And he does, and it's weird. It is weird, yeah. Mm. Um, yeah, but it's it's creepy. All of it's just such, such a creepy vibe throughout the movie. Mm-hmm. And again, the, the like the production design of this uh, is all really creepy and stuff because it's like they go to all these old, old motels. They go in this dude's basement yeah. and like record this radio show and stuff. Um, that dude has like a teardrop tattoo or something. He has like a mm-hmm. bunch of face tattoos, which always... I mean, I guess he could be a nice person, but it always throws me off. I mean, Post Malone seems like a nice guy. He, right, I've never met him. <laughs> He's got a great career, though. Yeah, so. I think he likes Nirvana. Yeah. <laughs> he seems to play them live at his home yeah. a lot. Yeah, yeah. but it was, uh, there was a lot of little scenes in here that I, were extra for the movie, right? They were in the comic and stuff. But yeah. It worked out pretty well. Yeah, I think uh, as far as like taking this, like, was it like 60-something page mm-hmm. story and turning it to a hour and a half movie or whatever I, th- yeah. I think they did a pretty good job of like fleshing things out yeah. like adding the different characters and, and, and giving them stuff to do was interesting well in the whole way that the story goes how much more complicated it is and stuff it felt to me that like oh this has got to be the comic book like I was mm-hmm. so worried after I watched uh, or you had read the comic book and I was going to read it and I was like oh that he's already been spoiled for what the movie's going to reveal mm-hmm. and the way it's going to reveal it mm-hmm. so he won't ever like the movie like I liked the movie because it all was so surprising to me and then I was like, oh, it's totally different, though. But it, it felt so integral, like the fact that he was like a little kid and being a part of that and the way yeah. that it was a real killer. And then like they like based the comic book on that. It all felt so like part of the story. And then it's like, oh, that's all new. That's so interesting mm-hmm. that they took this little story and like really expanded it out. Yeah. And it felt so natural still. It feels they both feel like fully fleshed out stories. Yeah. Just a little more longer and stuff on the other one, you know. I'm kind of curious as to how this story or yeah, this movie got made based on this comic like was yeah. this something that 
Jerry Baruchel like sought out? Was it something yeah, that Palmiotti and Gray like sent out there like, hey, anyone want to make a fucking movie about this? Like, right. How did this get optioned and like just the the out of all the other comic books out there, why yeah. does this one get made? Yeah, yeah. yeah and but it's cool. I yeah. feel like there's a lot of like horror comics, but yeah, this one specifically seems. I, I would just be interested to know because totally, I'm glad yeah. it did because I yeah. I enjoyed the movie, I enjoyed the comic, um, but I, yeah, I'm just kind of yeah yeah interested to see what that was and that that whole process for sure yeah um i'd be yeah really curious about that too as far as the the flashback scene where we finally get to see what the deal is with the kid and like mm. why jesse williams is having the the flashbacks and all this stuff yeah. we see that he came across this like welder guy in his hometown or whatever mm. and he recognized him later when that same guy yeah. came to his home and murdered his mother He's sitting there, like, at his kitchen table, like, drawing this whole scene. Mm-hmm. And in the time it takes for oh, this yeah. guy to, like, barge in the house yeah. and kill his mother and, like, walk over to where young uh, Todd is sitting. Mm-hmm. He, like, draw, essentially draws this, like, full cart, uh, yeah, like, yeah. crayon illustration. And it's not, like, super detailed, but, like, this kid is, like, the fastest illustrator that's ever existed it in It has a history. full table with a feast on it, though. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like, wow, you really did those grapes well, man. Like, yeah. <laughs> Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. So I guess that was the only thing that like spared that kid from being murdered is because the mm. guy was like, oh, this it's like this weird like version of adoration. Yeah. Where he's like, oh, no one's ever drawn me before. Yeah. So. And the fact that he drew them like he knew he was the the welder, like mm. you said, but he wasn't wearing the mask when he came in. And it's like that created the guy to wear the welding mask to kill more people. And stuff. Yeah. like as a little kid, it wasn't his fault. His mom got murdered or like he didn't create this murderer, mm. but the guy was instantly inspired by art. Yeah. Did it in real life. And then later on, that kid forgot all about it and like started drawing it. Like it's such a cool, I like how that's all cyclical and stuff yeah. with their relationship and how fucked up that is. Um, that he was like, you, you showed me that I'm this like amazing being. Yeah. Right. But when it's so horrific, mm-hmm. um, and that whole, and they see when he finds all that out in real life and like modern times, right? Like that. It's like, He's sitting at the table with all of his dead friends. There's that one that chick literally has no head. Yeah. Because that was all that was left of her in the hotel parking <laughs> yeah. lot. Um, and she's just sitting there. It's so bloody. Like, the, the coloring of the, the film is all red and everything in yeah. the house. Like, it just, like, has a cool, gross vibe. It looks like it uh, really fucking stinks in yeah. there. I have a terrible <laughs> sense of smell. I feel like I would walk in there and be like, oh, something is fucking rancid in here. This. Yeah. Yucky upon yuck. Yeah. Um, it is funny, like, seeing the, the, the dead mannequin of Jay Baruchel... His head looks like so weirdly fake, but oh, I'm like yeah, whatever, yeah. we'll just fucking go for it. Yeah. But um, I thought everything else looked pretty cool, mm-hmm. like as far as like the the murders and yeah. uh, the the guts that uh, Jordana Brewster oh, has God. like sitting there, like, feeling like, around. Ugh. Them. I was like, just don't. Touch he's like trying them. to wake her up at first, and he's like, oh no, and he's like playing with her guts. Yeah. <laughs> it's, like, it's like doing that thing where you like take yarn and make a little yeah. like spider's web between your fingers oh and then the slasher man like sticks his hand through it yeah and he's like i got you uh-huh. <laughs> then they do the thing where they like make a vagina with their hands you know this is fun anyway let's get on to the murders yeah. that you committed right um what did uh what did you think about the the end of the movie uh, because it is certainly different than what's in the comic like in the comic yeah. uh the the girlfriend dies but the the two comic creators at the end oh, they yeah, have right. a confrontation they end up i think killing the mm-hmm. slasher man yeah cat. and the dude i like one of them was killing him the other one lights a cigarette at the same time I yeah like that effect that was pretty cool yeah um yeah I, I watched this last night but it was really late i was trying to remember just now too because i read the book this morning i finished the book this morning so mm-hmm. i had that more in my brain mm-hmm. is it like 
at the end of the movie, though, is it like he kind of lets himself die with it, though? Doesn't so uh, Jesse Williams' character ends up killing him because the guy oh, lets right. him. He stabs right? him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, and that's like the only way because yeah. it seems like this guy's an unstoppable monster. Yeah, yeah. So he lets him get stabbed. I think he gets stabbed a couple of times. Mm-hmm. He dies. Jesse Williams takes a, a weird sausage candle and mm. throws it at the Christmas tree, and then, like, everyone dies there. Yeah, I didn't know if he was, like, I want to die, too. I don't know if he... You, you don't see him, like, leave, though, right? Huh. Like, the cops don't show up or whatever. No. Like, it's pretty much just, like, credits after that. So yeah. I don't know if he was just, like, I really... Like, he, he's kind of reflecting on it. He's like, I was a part of this, whatever this is. I didn't kill anybody, but I was a part of this. Yeah. And I don't want to live anymore. Mm-hmm. It's kind of how I got the vibe from it, whatever. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I thought that was rad. I like when he, yeah, fucking stabs that dude. Yeah. And it's all bloody and stuff. Anytime you get, like, the killer gets a comeuppance, you know, mm-hmm. that's always good. But it's only because he, like, let him kill him. Yeah, he, like, that's wants like him to, right? Yeah. Yeah. Which because, is weird. And it was to re-inspire him for his art. Yeah. But, like, in the comic, at the very, like, the last, uh, second to last sequence is uh, before the epilogue. Mm. Last sequence before the epilogue. Um, it shows that the, the two creators are out like back on tour or signing autographs or whatever like they've continued that they got inspiration or whatever on this he was the killer was trying to inspire jesse williams Mm -hmm. sorry todd not copper but todd uh (laughs) and but he just like dies right there i'm still like trying to process like Mm. what that says like maybe he was just like he's fine with because of the tragedy he's like going through he's not even interested in that's how i got it right like why um uh glorify yeah this this character in the book it almost makes a little less sense that in that way to me that they would just keep touring and yeah drawing like and again though that's totally different because they just started Mm -hmm. he's finishing that book so i like to think as well like we don't see any of that but like extrapolate that out and be like all right he keeps telling everybody on this tour like i don't know how to finish this book it's super popular it's been out for like four years and now everybody's gonna know this story about what happened to him though that this dude was real and he came back and they're gonna like connect all these dots and like all his friends really died yeah and the comic creator died before the last issue ever came out yeah like that's pretty weird yeah as a fan of that series i'd be like oh my god like look what just happened <laughs> right yeah do this crazy story and the real life was even crazier you know so that's kind of interesting when i was reading the comic i just read the comic to read the comic and i was going to talk about it on the podcast but then mm. upon watching the movie and then going back because i couldn't remember how the comic ended i mm. flipped back through there and i saw that they're just like signing autographs i think they like signed something for a big breasted woman or whatever oh yeah and then i was like she's got big old nips yeah uh i like tiny pancakes uh you know like a silver <laughs> silver dollar coin not those if yeah, people are wondering you'll find it just check it out on comicsology um but it's very noticeable it's you won't miss yeah, it yeah, yeah. For the beginning of the book and the ending of the book yeah oh yeah yeah dollar coin size nipples yeah just coming your way um <laughs> but watching the movie and then like flipping back through the comic especially at the end of it i was like oh they didn't deal with like the tragedy right they didn't of do this anything, yeah. at all really yeah so like mm. the best you could say for that is there's like three weeks in between uh his girlfriend getting murdered by the mm-hmm. guy and them trying to find him and then him finding them and then killing him and everything so maybe there's some catharsis there there was like some grief we already saw yeah where he wasn't talking to his friend and like talking to anybody or whatever 
But it seems kind of weird, yeah, that they would just, like, go about normal life and keep going with this new comic. Yeah. And they're like, oh, man, wow, that's over with. Yeah. We're going to keep doing it. Yep. We're mm-hmm. definitely going to keep this going, you know? Yeah. yeah. And then you see at the very, very end, like an epilogue, I guess, mm-hmm. you see that there's, like, another guy yeah. who is strung up and skins some people in his barn, and he's mm-hmm. like, I really hope I, I can get this contest. And, like, the gas station attendant's like, you should really enter, Bob. <laughs> yeah. I think you have a really good shot, uh-huh. you know? And that's pretty fucked up. But it's like, I guess that kind of... Is like, oh, this will keep going, but yeah. it has a different vibe from the movie that way too, the way they end. So yeah, the whole like like we talked about at the beginning of the like discussion over random acts of violence, like the comic and the movie are two separate things, mm-hmm. but you can see like how there's some shared DNA yeah, yeah. there. Um, so it's interesting as a uh, like a pop culture exercise sure. to examine like how the two reflect one one mm-hmm. another, and then what works in each one of them and what doesn't. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, totally, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, overall, I, I really liked the movie. I thought it yeah. was good. Mm. I like both of them. They were cool. Um, I really like this, this character. I just like, it kind of looks like the shape, right? Like the Halloween, kinda like sorta, it's yeah. just, just this like tall, this big dude, big dude overall with a welding mask. I think is like pretty inventive, kind of fun. Yeah. Um, and you know that he just like murders all these people or whatever. Mm. Like it's pretty simple. I like in the movie, they go a little at least in the movie, I don't remember if the book it really even touches on this at all, but it, it is like an I ninety killer, like between like two hundred miles of stretch, a stretch of highway. This guy killed like a bunch of people, and it's like, man, that sounds so realistic. How the fuck would you catch that guy? Yeah, you might think he lives within there somewhere, mm-hmm. but you he, he could have been driving from anywhere at any time, mm-hmm. and that's so like unnerving and stuff. And uh, I think they really played with a lot of cool themes that way. I wonder I a lot that way. how researched he was because it seems like, especially with that van with the three kids in it, the teenagers. Yeah, he's like, well, I got to find a spot to stake out where it's like there's terrible cell service. <laughs> let me uh, let me check this out. Let me just like drive around for like a few weeks and try to figure this out. Yeah, but, I thought about that too because he they leave their motel and he leaves right after them. Like he was like a few spots down. Oh yeah, yeah. so he'd like been staking it out or whatever. Uh-huh. But I was like. He has to make a triptych. He has to make three people. So it's like he's got to like look for three people in a car together. That's a good point. Yeah. Right. Like if he's like, oh, there's four. That's not going to work. Yeah. You know? Yeah. He's like counting heads. <laughs> yeah. One, two. Oh, I believe I need three. I need three, though. I guess they I wait on like another three. person. But yeah. like, God, it's it's late. Yeah. It's like I on a Thursday. another one. And it's her birthday. Should I not? I mean, that'd be nice not to, but I really need to get this done out of the wire. I mean, you know? like they're only going to be in town for another couple of days. <laughs> yeah. I really got to hammer this out yeah um one final thing that i really Mm -hmm. liked was the the thought behind the killer in the movie is that like he's been reading this comic like you said right and he's been inspired by it so it's also the comic is published by like an independent Mm -hmm. company it's uh they joke about it early in the movie on their like the the road trip yeah, yeah. where uh jay baruchel is like the totality of the publishing company mm-hmm. it's one guy yeah right yeah he's publishing this comic and it's like the number one independent like horror comic mm-hmm. out there which is saying a lot because like there are uh horror comics that are published by like all of the big like indie create like mm. image boom idw dark horse they all publish horror comics however this one that's canada based yeah, is yeah. like the number one right but what that tells me is that whenever, uh, like, if you were to go to uh, a place that sells comics, like, out in the world, that's mm. not a comic shop, like, uh, like a bookstore or um, uh, some, like, gas stations or whatever might yeah, still like do movie, that, right? right? Yeah. They're going to sell, like, Marvel and DC stuff, maybe, like, your odd image oh, yeah, comic yeah. here and there. 
they so, don't have a lot of room. Not not yeah, a whole yeah. lot of variety. They're just trying to like sell these things to make mm. some money and like be done with it, right? Yeah. So what I'm gathering from this information that my nerdy ass <laughs> mind has put together <laughs> is that somewhere in this reality, this serial killer has a comic subscription through oh. his local comic shop. And he's like, I can't miss an issue, Slasher Man. I need it. And as somebody who has like a subscription yeah. through his local comic com- or uh, shop, uh, every once in a while, just through a snafu of uh, order placing, you miss an issue. So I'm like, oh god, I can't imagine what would happen to this poor guy. Right. If there's like he's a like, hiccup, I gotta go murder. If they, yeah. If you if, don't give me my issue, I'm gonna murder somebody. At, at the end of a letter column, there's a the writer's like, hey, I'm gonna take a, a month off because yeah, right. you know I've got a trade paperback coming out. We gotta put this shit together. And uh, he's like, oh god, what am I supposed to do? I'm getting that urge again. Oh, here we go. I guess I have to go back and read through the entire series a seventh time just to, you know. If he can get the pages apart, oh my be god, all sticky because he's all excited about yeah, it. Yeah, just fucking coming blood everywhere. Oh mm-hmm. man, mm-hmm. that's a great way to end the the talk here. I think so. Coming blood, coming blood. That's my f- <laughs> favorite Slayer song. <laughs> coming blood. Um, yeah, well, I'm glad you liked the movie. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad I liked the book. Um, mm. They were both fun to read. I was glad that uh, you suggested it for this month. For Comic went uh, by pretty quickly, right? Oh, it went by super quick. Yeah, yeah. I only read it in two days because. I fell asleep last night yeah. uh, reading it, so mm. um, I just finished it up this morning. Mm-hmm. You know, it was Sunday morning, so got to get my church going. That's right. Got to yeah. watch these horrific murders. Yeah, the church of Eltas and murder. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, the church is based on kind of murder because, you know, Jesus and stuff. Why what happened? Is he okay? Uh, we'll, we'll talk about it later. Oh, my God. Don't worry. Carl's, all, Carl's okay. Oh, okay. That's yeah. honestly all that matters. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Which do you think is the more popular carpenter? Uh, John Carpenter from the Halloween franchise or oh, Jesus? I think John Carpenter is pretty popular. He seems pretty popular this time of the year. But Jesus has the book on the bestseller list all the time. Oh my god! So he's pretty popular too. The Fountain Head. Yeah. Uh huh. Uh huh. Is that a book? <laughs> is that books? <laughs> um, well, yeah. I'd love to hear what anybody else thought of these this book or this movie or whatever. So if you'd like, you can always uh, give us a shout. All of our info is in the show notes as usual. Um, you rate and review us on your favorite podcast apps five stars is always appreciated helps more people find us and that'd be great it's appreciated and also demanded and demanded of but, course yeah makes sense mm-hmm. um, I think that's a good mm-hmm. you know exchange of you know we give you free content you give us mm-hmm. what we ask for and I know five stars and hand jobs yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> that's it simply all we need and they can honestly both be done electronically I mean yeah that's fine we need to do that's fine we, I'm gonna get one of those one of the one of those uh, dragon things. We'll be we'll good to go. Oh yeah, you know we need money for the dragon things. That's what we need. Yeah, yeah. Kickstart. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy. Uh huh. Um. But yeah. If, uh. You know. I hope everybody listened to the entirety of this three-hour episode. It's uh, a short one, including outtakes and stuff. It's you should definitely king. stick around for outtakes though, because there's some yeah. really good shit there. Yeah. Seriously, that Crocodile Dundee thing, I think we should do. Everyone's going to get on board. Yeah. We're going to kickstart that as well. Oh, my God. We're going to do a lot of Kickstarters lately. So many things to kickstart. Yeah. Uh-huh. Man. I'm going to get a dirt bike just so I can kickstart that. Oh, my God. Yeah. I know. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, hope uh, everybody enjoyed this. Uh, Brent, it was really great to be in person doing a podcast with you. I know. Again. You came Always all fun. the way to Oklahoma just, just to this. record this. And it's it was worth it. I'll and we that. all can feel it. That's right. Uh-huh. Not since the Roger Rabbit episode. I know. Have oh, people man. been nonplussed? I know, but us. <laughs> yeah. 
so plus. We're having a good time. <laughs> yeah, damn straight. That's all that matters. Um, let's talk about what we're going to discuss oh, on the idea. next episode, which is 1976's Carrie, which I've never seen before. Oh, man, that's Very cool, much too. Looking forward to it. Yeah. Honestly, until I watched that Stephen King show mm-hmm. on Hulu. Uh, oh, um, yeah, what the fuck was that called? I forgot about that one. I watched the first season. Castle Rock. Castle Rock. Wow. Yeah, good, wow, good pull, dude, man. I don't know where that came from. Um... <laughs> I do not remember ever seeing like Sissy Spacek in anything. Oh wow! And then yeah. uh, you and like other people were like, "Oh yeah, it's good to see Sissy Spacek." I was like, "Who mm-hmm. that? Who this person? Who did? She yeah. was good in this, but I don't know. Yeah, this is a new actor. Weird. She's getting yeah. in late. <laughs> Interesting. Okay. Um, so I'm looking forward to trying this movie because it seems yeah. like it's. Uh, uh, I know, like the 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 prom thing, like what happens uh, at the prom. You know, yeah. she gets kissed. Oh, never been before um but uh drew barrymore and sissy spacey yeah, yeah. carrie yeah um and i know there was a remake with chloe grace moretz yeah right? yeah and there's also a sequel called the rage carrie 2 that came out in, like the late 90s that i've never uh, seen uh, i have tried the remake carrie but i've forgotten most of it okay um, i'd be curious about that but the the original one is pretty uh, it's not like my favorite of, of horror movies, whatever, but it's pretty off-putting. Is it? Yeah. It's like unsettling? Yeah, I think so. Hmm. So it'll be interesting to, to have you watch that. 1976. Let's see how long this movie is. One hour, 38 minutes. Hmm. That's allowable. Yeah, that's yeah. not too much more. Yeah. Ooh, uh, there's there's a surprising person in that movie. A young a young actor we know from a lot of other things, I believe. John Travolta. A uh, young Travolta. Oh my god! I was like, I think he's in that movie. John yeah, Travolta, yeah. Uh, as in the fanatic's own yeah. John Travolta. Uh-huh. Oh wow! I know. So so he did Carrie. He did Scientology. Scientology, and uh-huh. then he did the Fred Durst directed vehicle, yeah. The Fanatic. He was in this little movie. Um, it was like pup pup fiction pop. pop oh, uh, uh, Airbud. Oh, that's it. Airbud. Yeah. 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 Um, but other than that. Mostly those movies. Interesting. Uh-huh. Wow. Yeah, he's super young, so that'd be that'd be fun. Like barely legal. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not happy about that either. <laughs> it says uh, genres horror, comma mystery and thriller. Yeah, it's like some of the older movies. It's almost like they're they're horror. I would say that's horror, but it's they're almost so tame now mm-hmm. that it's more like thriller and there's a lot of dramatic parts like it's pretty much like that ending scene the prom scene is like the big one and there's yeah. some other little things in there and Sissy Spacek and her mom is just so fucking weird yeah uh, that it's like that's the, the unsettling part of it it's like kind of a weird vibe throughout the whole thing and okay. then it's some horrific parts to end it off I think yeah um, but yeah I haven't seen that in decades so that'd be really fun for me to rewatch too but especially mm-hmm. for watching something new yeah you know that'd be cool so yeah. we're gonna record that on Halloween right on Sunday and we'll release right after so uh, we'll be going into like November a little bit mm-hmm. um, but we're gonna keep this Halloween spirit alive this is very true so yeah carry on the next Tuesday episode of Let's Talk About Stuff um, so yeah that will be yeah, exciting right on. and then uh, yeah I guess that's it sweet all right well i really enjoyed being here with you today man yeah well we got it should we get like another half hour should we keep going uh-huh all right i got time let's see <laughs> uh picture you, frames what, what do you think about grapes okay yeah all right well we'll talk about it later okay cool. right, cool, yeah, cool, yeah, cool. yeah yeah well uh until next time i'm steven i'm brent and let's talk later sorry it's a short one <laughs> <laughs>
There's one in your yard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's her. She's fine. <laughs> I just looked up and there's someone walking right by the window. That was fucking freaky. Man. That's the neighbor's daughter who has a child and the child likes to come over and oh, okay. check out. We've got this little like wooden cat holding a welcome sign. Oh, yeah. He comes over, says, good doggy, <laughs> pats it on the head. And then it's just like. It's just a thing that we've established. I, okay. I didn't realize it was weird until I saw it through someone else's eyes. Right. I was, I was like, like, uh, yeah. This well, lady, she was walking all slow, uh-huh. like just ambling along through your yard. Uh-huh. Like it's October, people. of course. Yeah, it makes sense. I yeah. guess it mm-hmm. kind of works. Anyway, back to the story. So one, two, three, record. What? Steven, I was already recording when I did one, two, three. I know the countdown means nothing at this point because you are here <laughs> in person um, but we can get into that later okay. for the opening of the show since we're in the outtakes at this point. Oh, yeah. People um, know that I'm, I'm here. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Um. So the countdown was, there's no purpose. There's no for purpose it. for a no. lot of this, though, is there? No, not really. You know, for most of it. But I was, uh, for that countdown, I was, uh, I was fibbing. That's why they call me Brent Fibbard. Um, I've called you that for years. You called me that for years, mainly because of the sequence I made. Maybe people have heard of it. It's called the Fibonacci sequence. It's really just trolling of the highest order. <laughs> You're Q? I, you know, okay, here we go. <laughs> Guys, I'm Q. I'm Q. Oh, my God. Believe it or not, I don't know shit, but... Weird. I'm people just follow roll. you anyway, though. Yeah, it's weird. Mm-hmm. Like, you really don't have to put any effort into anything. You just throw out some information, and people are just like, I'm going to connect these dots myself. I was like, okay. I saw something the other day about, it was another Jordan Klepper video on mm-hmm. The Daily Show. I don't know if you ever watched those. Uh, I watched one last night, as a matter Theater of fact. The Pulse or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But uh, he was visiting people and like, they were all these like Q flags at like a Trump rally still. Mm-hmm. And then they were like, Q hasn't posted for like eight months. And I was like, oh, really? Like I was looking it up and they're like, yeah, he like disappeared. But people were still like, that means something. Like oh they're just God. like taking it with whatever all the time. <laughs> Nothing means anything at all. So, is he still not around? Apparently, they? yeah. Like, yeah. And there's like a, there was like a documentary, and a guy pretty much just added himself as Q. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then he's like, "Oh, oops." And then like nothing's <laughs> happened, of course, because nobody cares and nothing matters anymore. He said, "Oops," and then had a little stinker <laughs> look on his face. Yeah. Mm, did I do that? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, that's crazy. Yeah, I watched one last night where he goes to some like rally somewhere, and people still assert that dipshit Donnie is the actual president and he's like the one running everything but yeah he's the real president he's running the military yeah (laughs) but it's like so you're mad about the state of the government so shouldn't you be mad at him Mm. and then like one guy's like no I was like but these two things can't be they're what I I liked they had one uh, one woman they interviewed and she was like people say we're a cult we're not a cult you know, but like anything Donnie says, I just I just love all anything he says. Uh-huh. I love it. And they're like, but that's not a cult. She's like, I don't think so. Yeah. It doesn't matter what he says. <laughs> yeah. Nope. Uh-uh. I'm down for it. It's a wild, wild. It's easy to start a cult. I think that we were going to start a cult at one point, but it's like hard. It's like effort mm. stuff. Yeah, we don't really like to do that. No. Mm-mm. I heard that if you start a cult, you, you have to pay $15 a month. Oh, my God. And we're already doing that for the podcast. And yeah. I was like, I don't have another $15. Oh, my God. So no cult for us. That's almost... Twenty dollars yeah. that you'd have to raise. That's right, right? That's math. I think that's right. Yeah, I feel yeah, like yeah. that's correct. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. I don't, know, I don't know math either. So. Then there's like maintenance fees, you know, for the cult. Yeah, you got to keep the trees, limbs, like 
t- taken back from the road and there's a lot of like line man- uh, manicuring sure no taxes obviously no yeah, taxes yeah, yeah. you don't ever have to fuck with taxes if you're in a cult um but yeah all of the other like routine maintenance stuff i'm just like oh god i gotta plunge this toilet again <laughs> I would love to go to an actual, like, uh, government building to, like, sign up for a new business. And we keep mentioning a cult. And they're like, listen, we don't, we can't sanction a cult. And we're like, oh, we meant church. We've yep. been saying cult. <laughs> yeah. C words. Oops. Yeah. Our brains got. And they're like, oh, cool. Here's the tax reforms. It's like when you walk into the door of a merchant and you're like, oh, it's pull instead of push. Uh-huh. They both begin with P-U. Oops. You know, the stinkiest phrase. Uh, and... Uh, <laughs> It's going to be one of those shows. <laughs> Stinky. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, what can you do about it? You yeah. know, literally nothing. Nothing. Well, you done. could push or pull. Oh, I meant about the Colts. But yeah, you're right. Yeah, I guess that's that true. too. Yeah. I think it stands. You can push or pull. I feel like maybe the door solution is to walk up to a door, <laughs> grab the handle and then wildly yeah, yeah, you go back and push and pull it <laughs> as fast as you can just to see which way there's some leeway. And then uh, just, you know, follow the instructions of your arm like whatever your arm mm-hmm. is telling you to do you just you just like idle on. hands uh i think so hmm it's been a while since i've seen it been a while since i've seen it no. um what have you seen it recently yeah i feel like you had i did yeah I we it. talked about it yeah, on the podcast. it yeah i heard it on a podcast once uh-huh. um i should check this out yeah you should really <laughs> you should check it out just for jessica alba obviously oh yeah okay right. mm-hmm. we'll just fast forward to the end when she's, now i remember yeah. mm-hmm. the conversation <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly mm-hmm. now it's all coming back to me <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, you know, he listens. He didn't listen to his hand. It's not like it talks to him like a sock puppet or anything. But maybe that's the problem. Maybe that's a problem. Maybe I wanted there to be some connective tissue between mm-hmm. that and the Happy Time Murders. Oh, yeah. Like if there's sense. like a movie that takes place in between those, mm-hmm. that would that could work. Well, it's the the Muppets from 2011 is the middle movie of the Isle Hands trilogy. Oh, with uh, Jason uh-huh. Segel. Yeah, you could say that's a really dark movie. Obviously, it's like the Empire Strikes Back of that trilogy. Mm-hmm. Um, I think people aren't picking up on the metaphors yeah, of it exactly. and are just taking it at face value. Yeah, you gotta realize. read into it. It's like when people went to Split, and they were like, they didn't know it was an Unbreakable sequel until the very end. Oh yeah, and they're like, oh my god! And so it's like if you pay attention to the clues, like they're all there. It's mm-hmm. definitely an Idle Hands sequel. I, I heard that people went to <laughs> went to see Split, and they had 3D glasses on, except uh-huh. they were like split down the center. But it was like horse blinders, what? but in the center, like where the bridge of your nose is. Uh-huh. So it just it blocks this part of it. So, <laughs> so you can't look at your own. You nose. can you can only see like the sides of the screen, and then oh, like the wow. people sitting next to you in the theater. Oh, it was I love weird. seeing people next to me in the theater. That's mm-hmm. my favorite. Yeah, a lot of people didn't even know James McAvoy was in the movie. I he's in that movie. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. Wow, he really just blended into the background there. Well, you had the blinder goggles see on. Blinder on. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> McAvoy blinders, they call them. McAvoy blinders, mm-hmm. and that is our sync word for the Well, day. McAvoy blinders it it's is. It's kind of hard to say, McAvoy blinders, McAvoy blinders. We can get through it together. I feel like I said it was hard to say, and then I did two in a row that were pretty good, so. Yeah, and you said it initially the first time. Yeah, but I just late. felt uncomfortable about it. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, the jack-o'-lantern is freaking out. Uh-oh. Mm, interesting. Okay. Jack, your lantern. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think that Hugh Jackman puts out a jack-o'-lantern and it's just like his face? I hope so. I feel like... that's like, Crocky, it's me a lantern. <laughs> okay, first off, why has he not done a remake of Crocodile Dundee? You know, uh, clearly, that needs I to mean, be done. he has time to do it now. Yeah. He's he no should. longer Wolverine. He's got time, exactly. Mm-hmm. He needs a yeah. new franchise. Now, that's what I call a claw. <laughs> what? 
<laughs> He's like playing in a claw machine. <laughs> Is Paul Hogan still around? I feel like I saw something about him the other day. He was like in his 80s. And I was like, oh, oh man, okay. that dude's still kicking. Oh, okay. So now it's time for like Crocodile Dundee, the next yeah or the new legacy or whatever <laughs> they need to get like the darker one obviously mm-hmm. you know it's like the halloween kills of that franchise yeah you know the dundee kills <laughs> the dundee kill- <laughs> <laughs> so uh but yeah i don't know i i'll, I'll look him up real quick i'm okay. curious uh he's 82 he's still yeah he's still kicking damn so, um, i don't know what he's up to anymore but he's he's still alive that's all that yeah, matters yeah, he I still those movies has though. time to make several new crocodile yeah. movies okay what maybe it'll could be like uh indiana jones you know they kind of like brought shia labeouf and then they were like we're gonna pass the torch and people were like no and then <laughs> yeah. you know uh-huh. and uh yeah who knows what will happen with a new indie that they're making but maybe he needs to be like crocodile dundee and then his nephew mm-hmm. hugh jackman mm-hmm. shows up yeah and he's the new crocodile dundee you know then he can carry on the franchise yes post-credit scene yes hugh jackman the new dundee <laughs> Introduces his nephew, Chris Hemsworth. What? Oh mm-hmm. my god, I would really watch that. Mm-hmm. That'd be good, right? That would be really good. Mm-hmm. Let's what do if this. What was like an Oscar winner? Like they like really like put all the effort into this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like coming the number two America, but uh-huh. like if done by like A twenty four or something like that. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah, two. Two crocodile, two Dundee. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it makes sense, right? Because there's yeah. two. Oh yeah, Dundees. Two of them. Oh my god. Wow, we really stumbled upon something great here. This is perfect. We gotta pitch him on this. Oh my god. If I'm ever in an elevator with Hugh Jackman uh-huh. or Chris Hemsworth, first off, I'm sucking him off. Of number, course. Number two. Yeah. <laughs> I'm hitting that stop button right away. You know? <laughs> yeah. I gotta have at least three minutes. Uh huh. And then number two, I'm pitching him. Two crocodile, two Dundee. Oh my god. This is, wow, this is literally perfect. Off. This is might be the best thing we've ever come up with. <laughs> and damn it, nobody's going to hear it. Now it takes. Hey, Siri, call Australia. <laughs> uh, okay, so should we... Should we pivot? We should pivot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two crocodile, two Dundee. Okay, To cool. sink? Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just so listeners know, it is the number two yeah, in, the, in the phrase. Yeah, both times. That. Yeah. Yeah. It should be the number two for... The number two crocodile, and then spelled out T W O for oh, two Dundee. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> why? Really confuse people. <laughs> I just, why not? Honestly, why not? I can see the poster now, man. Yeah. It's really gonna sell tickets. Yeah. Fantastic. All right. So cro- two crocodile, two, two Dundee. Dundee. Oh well, boy. I was just leveled up. The- <laughs> and sinking is very important when we're here in person. People don't understand. Oh yeah, you really gotta sink. Pivotal. Pivotal. Yeah. All right. So. We'll sink on three. One, two, three, two, two crocodile, crocodile, two, two Dundee. Dundee. Oh, dynamite. <laughs> it really threw me for a loop counting one, two, three, two. Oh, uh, yeah. Wow, yeah I felt like I out. wanted to go backwards. One, two, three, two, one. And you're like, oops, I messed it up again. Oops, I did it again. Hey. I'm a little stinker. Brittany. Free Brittany. Oh, yeah. She could be in there. Yeah. In the movie. You know what? She's in the movie. (laughs) (laughs) It's weird that they've got like the 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 free Britney documentary and that whole thing. Oh yeah, and then also the Britney Murphy documentary that just came out. Yeah, yeah, documentaries. Britney's from the mid two thousands. Just like all that drama, just coming back in early 
you know things go in cycles that way you know mm-hmm. so yeah people need to hear about it again these two britneys have synced up you know you could say that mm-hmm. <laughs> and i did and i regret it i'm sorry <laughs> <laughs>